Welcome to the first 4playercoop.com Bullshot Podcast, our weekly roundup of the latest video game rumors and news put through our super opinionated filter. It's a big one for our first episode, as we are just a couple days away from E3 2009. Uh, my name is Jim. Joining me are Chris and Fish, also from 4playercoop.com. Uh, we're going to go through all the rumors he- and hearsay to discuss just what we might see in the next few days. Uh, E3 2009 is shaping up to be one of the biggest E3s ever, and definitely the biggest in recent memory. The conference proper doesn't actually begin until Tuesday, June 2nd, but Microsoft will kick things off Monday morning with their press briefing. Uh, One of the bigger rumors surrounding Microsoft is that they will be introducing some kind of motion controller or camera. Uh, Fish, this thing's pretty much confirmed from what I can tell, but uh, how do you feel about it? Um, Yeah, I I think just based on everything that we've read and everything we've heard and the uh, the acquisition of Big Park and all that other stuff, something's going to happen motion control related. I know I, I don't know if it's I don't I don't know if it's gonna be a big deal or not. I, I feel like it I feel like it has the potential to be a big deal, but in the same respect it's gonna come off like you're in the movies, which was you know, awful. Uh I think it's bigger than you're in the movies. Oh absolutely. I think it, no no I think it's bigger than you're in the movies, but I think that I don't. I don't feel like Microsoft's going to take it real seriously. You know, Nintendo built a platform, an See, entire console around motion control. This is a add-on, and I don't think, I don't think it's going to be taken as seriously. Well, what if it's not an add-on? What if they bundle it with the with the console? What if they start bundling the arcades with this motion controller? I, it, it won't happen. It won't happen in the first. I guarantee it won't happen in the first six months of it. I mean, arcades have already been stripped down again. They just started taking the arcade discs out of them. So really, they're back to being cores with built-in memory. I mean, they still have the 256 built-in memory because of the Jasper's chipset, but that's it. They don't, they don't have the arcade disc that has Pac-Man and all that stuff on it. They are simply... They, they're, they're the old-school cores for $200. So right? you don't... Go ahead, Chris. Oh, what I was going to say is just like I think Microsoft's going to make a big deal out of this because they're trying to tap into the you know the motion market like what Nintendo is such a su- success with the Wii everybody's doing it right now so I think obviously Microsoft's trying to cash in on that and so is Sony so they're oh, yeah. going to make a big deal out of it but I just don't think that overall to the consumer it's going to be a huge deal because right now it's a little too little too late right no that's exactly it I think they're going to make a big deal out of it just like they made a big deal out of you're in the movies and all the other stuff with uh, the Nixie that we you know like one verse 100 which we still haven't seen yet but have heard you know everyone's everyone's saying how cool it is and we haven't yep. we haven't actually seen it we'll but, talk about uh, that in a few minutes but yeah, yeah. as far as I the mean, motion controller go goes I think it's I think it could be a re- I think it could be the focus of of the press briefing for Microsoft. I really think that they're, they've got the hardcore. I mean, they've got us. They've, they've got us n- nailed. We love our Xbox 360s. And they need to get families in the living room around the 360 instead of the Wii. But why would they shift focus? I think they should just play to their strengths. Oh, I don't think they're gonna, I don't think they're going to shift focus entirely. Well, And that's actually part of my... Uh, my next question was, do you think... First-party games might require motion. Do you think we'll be playing Halo Four as Master Chief with our bodies? No, God, God, I hope not. No, I don't think so. I, I think this is. I think this is Microsoft. It's, it's kind of like they see that Nintendo has this whole other market share. This market share that no one has been able to touch yet. They've got this. They've got the grandmothers. They've got the parents. Like, you know, so many Wii's get sold to physical rehabilitation uh, centers because they can use them 
to you know help rehabilitate rehabilitate people who have had injuries and stuff like that. They've got this whole market that they that they've tapped that no one else has been able to touch yet. And if Microsoft can just get a little piece of that, not necessarily as much as Nintendo does, but if they can get a fraction of it, that's just more money in their coffers. And I think that that's what this is for. I don't I I I just don't see it being like all right, well you're gonna you're gonna it's it's not gonna be like Lawnmower Man. You know, this is this isn't this isn't that. This isn't this is we're not we're not there in tech in tech yet. This is not gonna come with a helmet? No, I hope well if it comes with a helmet I will certainly buy it. Just because I want the helmet. But I just don't I know I don't see it I don't I I don't see this being a a core focus for them. Unless they're unless they're gonna come up with you know, like like when EA a couple of years ago split off into EA Sports and then EA Family and EA Sims or whatever the hell the name of those companies but, were. Well, the if rumor gonna... is the rumor is this thing is called Xbox Fluid, right? Uh, so maybe that's the branding for it. Maybe, and and I think there will certainly be support for it. Will there be cross pollination between their big titles? You I don't, don't think there could be Master Chief crossbow training? No, see, if they're going to do any type of stuff like that, any type of cross games like that, uh, not crossbow, but you know, any type of games that cross the two, the fluid with the with the old school games, um, it's going to be things like that. It's going to be niche titles where it's like Master Chief's uh, Bozo Buckets. It's going to be shit like that. And uh, Fish, you touched on on Big Park. Um, Chris, any any idea what Big Park could possibly be working on? What this software to work with the motion controller is? Honestly, I think that they're just going to be making, like what you mentioned, like kid-friendly games or like family-friendly games, trying to incorporate that and trying to to delve into that market a little bit. I kind of correlate it to what like GameStop is, like, you know, a used monopoly or whatever, not necessarily a monopoly, but they have a hold of selling used games. And everybody else is trying to get into it. Like, you know, you see reports that, you know, Amazon's getting into it, Walmart and Best Buy. They're trying to get into that market. And it's the same thing that I feel that Microsoft and Sony are going to try to do because of the success of the Wii, that they're trying to get into that market, too. They're going to try some new things. If this thing is called Fluid, I think that's that's it. They're going to be testing out um, some some ways to incorporate more motion into family gaming. So they're not trying to be the leader. They just want a piece of the pie. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. They're, they're, you're not going to be the leader, and I think anyone who goes into this thinking they're going to be the leader—I mean, that's why—that's why we have a six-axis controller. That's why Sony released the six. Sony saw what Nintendo was going to do and was like, "Hey, wait a minute, we want some of that too," and we're going to half-ass it just so we have enough that you know, and we're not going to have the whole amount that you guys are going to have because you actually spent time on it and developed something. We're just going to half-ass it and see, uh, so we can get some of it. And that's what it's going to be. And I'm not saying that Microsoft is half-assing this. They may be putting a great deal amount of money into it. I just, I, I don't know. I think about, I think about Big Park, and I think about Xbox Fluid, and I just picture, uh, fucking, uh, what's his name in Ghostbusters with the colander over his head with the shit attached to it, and that's what I picture this being. So I, I guess, <laughs> I guess, I guess, I just don't take it seriously. All right. Well, uh, moving on, uh, on Tuesday, Microsoft confirmed the Zune HD, and it's already getting rave reviews from those who have laid their hands on it. Uh, Microsoft has been pushing Live Anywhere kind of down our throats since the first Xbox. Uh, could this finally be the device that lets us access our Xbox Live accounts and Xbox games from anywhere? We already know that the Zune marketplace is coming to the Xbox 360. Um, Chris, do you see, do you think this could have tighter integration with the 360 than, you know, Something they haven't announced yet? 
They could. I mean, th- there's a lot of things they could do with the, the Zune HD. It, it looks like a really neat device. I mean, it's pretty nice. It's sharp looking. It's something that they want to try to take uh, part of the I- or the iPod market share, obviously. But I don't see, I mean, what kind of integration can we do with that? I mean, we could check, you know, maybe if somebody's online or somebody, you know, check, uh, you know, our achievement scores. But I don't see too much integration going into it because there's not a lot of buttons. There's not a lot of things that you can do, like playing Xbox uh, Live Arcade games or anything. So I'm, I'm not too sure what they're looking to do with it. Uh, now, uh, going back to the first Xbox, the original the original example that Microsoft gave us for, for Live Anywhere was that Forza Motorsport was going to be a game that was going to be Live Anywhere enabled. And any cars that you had in your garage in Forza, you could access on your mobile phone. You could change the paint schemes, change the stickers, tune up your car, save it, and when you went back to your Xbox, your car would have the changes you made on your mobile phone. Uh, and and I think that the potential is here on the Zune HD. Um, even going to first-person shooters like Call of Duty, uh, can you imagine uh, you know, changing your character's loadout on your Zune HD, and then when you play with your friends that night, all your weapons, all your perks, all the things that you wanted to play with, they're already there. You've made your customizations. You've done it on your phone, you know, or your Zune HD. Sorry, it's not a phone. On your Zune HD while you were at work or whatever, and you're ready to go that night. Fish, do you think this is it? Do you think the Zune HD is going to be able to do this? Um, yeah, maybe. I, I think that if they're going to do Live Anywhere, this is going to be their best chance to do it. But I think I think the idea of Live Anywhere is a lot cooler than the actual reality of it. Yes, changing your loadout in Call of Duty is kind of cool. Honestly, though, think about it. How often would you do it? How often would you be sitting at work or sitting somewhere where that's going to have to be Wi-Fi enabled because the thing doesn't have a mobile chip in it, a mobile broadband chip? Well, we don't know that yet. It could have three well, G's. Okay, it could it could have it could be a, it could have some sort of mobile broadband, but as of right now, we're going to just assume that it's Wi-Fi only because it's not a phone. Okay. Right. So let's say, and you know, the internet's going to kill me for that because they're going to be like, "Well, netbooks have," but never mind. Anyway, but you're you're at work and you're like, "Man, I really want to change my loadout." How like are you really going to be in that position? Are you really going to be in a position where you're sitting at work thinking about your loadout in Call of Duty or thinking about stickers and decals you want to put on your car? Like, yes, it's cool that I can affect things in games that I play at home anywhere, but how often am I going to want to is the idea. It'll be cool if you can check, you know, the online status, um, you know, message people who are online. You know, if it had that kind of integration, that would be cool. What I'm thinking is, is maybe if it's going to include, if it's going to have live anywhere, might we see... Zune HD games, games that are just for the Zune HD, but that have that have achievements that sign you into your live account. That when you're playing them, people see you online playing them. Like games for Windows, like games for Windows, yes, like that. But like have more of an App Store type thing that that uh, the iPhone and the iPod Touch have, that are so just for that platform. An early rumor on Tuesday was that it could possibly. Um, play Xbox Live Arcade games, but when you really broke it down, it would have to be able to connect with an Xbox 360 controller, and who's bringing their Xbox 360 controller with their Zune HD? So then it went back to, you know, okay, so it's a touch device, like a, like an iPhone or an iPod Touch. Well, you can't play Braid, you know, on an I mean, you could, but the game would have to be engineered for it. You, it doesn't right. sound like you're going to move 
your arcade games over to the Zune HD, which was not which was a really early rumor until everyone woke up and realized that that seemed impossible. But I think you're, I think you're right. I think we're going to see probably some sort of app store um, or Zune HD enabled games, and you will unlock achievements and you will be logged in under your gamer tag. I mean, it'd be really cool, like you know, for EA or Bioware to take you know. I'm not sure what the development time is going to be on a, a Zune HD, and I'm not going to try and you know figure it out or make a guess. But let's say that they like that in order to hype Mass Effect Two, they release a bridge story between Mass Effect One and Mass Effect Two on the Zune well, HD. Well, they I are. I would purchase one. I'm, they're releasing well, they're doing, it on the iPhone. No, but that's but that's not a bridge story. That's a, that's a side story. It has nothing. Like I'm saying, a bridge story that bridges one and two. Okay. Like that's just that they said that that's just a side story, whatever it's called. Right, right, right. That, but, it's, that it takes place in the universe, but has nothing to do with Shepard and the Normandy and all that other stuff. But let's say they release something that's a bridge story, or they release something that's a bridge story between Halo Three and Halo Four. You know, I don't, I, I can't imagine that it, the development time on something like that would be that high, considering the amount of things that are being churned out on the iPhone on a daily basis. So, I mean, if they're going to do that. I am purchasing Zune HD day one, and I have no desire to use it for anything else. Right, and that's the thing. It, it's it's trying to get you know the market share that it's tried to get in the past several years, which is the normal Zune. It, I don't see it taking part of it, and this being Zune's chance. I mean, it has to do something serious, you know, to integrate with, you know, the Xbox or whatever in order for it to succeed. I think that this is just going to be another example of them releasing another Zune, you know, having big hopes for it and ultimately failing to the iPhone or to the iPod Touch. I'm not sure it's going to fail. I think that's I think that's that maybe saying a little too much too early. It's because if they're gonna do, if they're gonna integrate it, you know, in a way that either we've discussed or a way we haven't thought of, I think a lot of people will buy it. They're never gonna touch the iPod because there are people out there that that own iPods and don't own 360s or and and don't care about integration. But but gamers, you know, people who own 360s and want to play, you know, exclusive content for Halo Three, they will purchase one, and they will sell more. Zunes and you know people who are on the fence between Zune and iPod. I don't know how many people there are that are actually on that fence, but if there are people on that fence, that may push them over to the Zune side. So I I don't now like I said I don't think it's going to you're not going to gain you know you're not going to beat iPod, but it's just like it's just like we said earlier with motion control and Nintendo taking a piece of that market just so you you know as long as you're turning a profit, it doesn't matter whether or not you're winning or losing. Sure, you want to be winning, but if you're turning a profit, you're turning a profit. Right, and, and, and so I don't, and I don't think it. I don't think that that it's going to be a failure in that regard. Okay, and what I'm just trying to say is, if they only have integration, like say what what Placky was saying earlier, with like you know maybe maybe being able to change your 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 skins on your car or uh, updating your Call of Duty character or whatever, that integration to me is not going to be enough to sell these. I think that they need to. No, do I agree. I agree, and, and, and take it to another level. In order for it to be a success, and that's why I'm saying I think that this is what I think we're going to see an app store that has an exclusive has, Halo game, an exclusive Fable game. Exactly. I think it's going. To, I think that that's what we're going to see, and third-party companies will be invited to come and make games as well, and you know there'll be a similar profit-sharing model as there is to the app store. Uh, it'll just basically be a copy of the app store, and it'll sell that way. 
And yes, if they're just going to release it with Live Anywhere and I can hit Xbox Live from my Zune, I don't care. You know, it doesn't... The even if it had a mobile broadband chip, I don't think I'd care. Uh, there's plenty of apps and web apps. I mean, they're, they're, I'm sure there will be apps for the iPhone and for the iPod Touch that will allow you to do similar things. I can't believe there hasn't been one yet, but I think there probably will be. Chris, how much does this thing have to cost for people to get excited about it? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it depends on what what sizes there are and stuff. I mean, it, it needs to be complicated. Let's say, let's say, let's say an eight gig. An eight gig for this probably around two hundred bucks, maybe one hundred fifty, two hundred bucks. I think one hundred fifty. If it's going to be eight gigs, it's got to be one hundred fifty. My phone well, has more space than that. Yeah, but the eight gig iPod Touch is two twenty nine. Well, it's so an even iPod. If- it's an iPod. You, you're going to pay more for an iPod because it's the brand. So Sorry. you think they could put out the Zune HD at one forty nine ninety nine? I don't think they'd make money on it, but I think. Oh, well, I don't think they'd make money on the hardware. But if they apply the same model that they apply to, you know, console hardware, if they use the hardware as the gateway to selling and making turning a profit on the software, then yes, I think they could be competitive and do it one forty nine. I mean, I'd pay two hundred for it too if it had that. Like I said, if it had the exclusive, uh, you know, Halo or Fable or Mass Effect content, I'd pay two hundred for it. But Eight gig, eight gig nowadays is not very much. All right. Well, I think that's about it on the Zune HD. Uh, let's move on to um, the Primetime Channel. Last year, E3, uh, last year's E3, Microsoft announced the Primetime Channel and said we would be able to play uh, live game shows with a massive audience at a set time each night, like Primetime Television. Uh, they showed off one versus one hundred, and it hasn't quite surfaced yet, but a beta is already running in Canada. And on Monday, June 1st, that beta comes to the U.S. Um, do you think the primetime channel could revolutionize how, how we spend our weeknights? Fish, could you see yourself playing a round of 1 versus 100 and then say, you know, are the 360's on anyways, my friends are on, let's play some Call of Duty? No. I, but see, I'm not, I'm not who they're focusing on for this. I, I, it's a cool idea. I can see that it's cool. Um, but no, I... I if I, my 360's on most of the time anyway, so this isn't aimed at, at us. No, I know, no, I know. I, I I'm just I'm giving an example. Um, my 360's on all the time anyway. If I want to play Call of Duty, will I play one versus hundred? Sure. Will people play one versus one hundred? Absolutely. I don't think it's going to be, you know, must see TV level of people. But I would imagine they'll have, you know, it might. I wouldn't be surprised if it was on the bottom of the top ten live games every week. Okay. Uh, Chris, one versus 100, are you excited? I think it's a really cool idea. I, I think that um, the fact that they're trying to do something that incorporates like you know, everybody joining in at the same time and playing it that way, I think it, it, it's great. I think that families are going to appreciate it. I think it's like, hey, what are we doing? We're sitting on the couch doing nothing. What time is it? Oh, it's six thirty. Well, we can play one versus one hundred. Why don't we do that? So then, you know, it it brings a couple people. You know, it brings people together, and I think it's pretty neat. I think that hopefully it's a success that they carry on with something like this and go further with it. And there's real prizes involved. There's a real host. I, I think it's a I think it's a fantastic idea, and I think. Um, you know, following one versus one hundred is probably deal or no deal, and um, other game shows that are are run by the same production company that do, does one versus one hundred. But I think the possibilities there. I think there's something bigger there. I, I mean, if you think about it, technically it's an MMO. 
I mean, it's in short bursts, but it's technically an MMO. It's it's a it's thousands and thousands of players all playing the same game at the same time. Uh, the possibilities for what they could do with this channel are pretty massive if if it works out like they say it's going to. F- Fish, do you see any other application for having something to play at a set time on a set night? I'm going to call it right now. Zune HD is going to have the primetime channel. Oh, and what? And how will we? How will we use the Zune HD for that? Well, I mean, the uh, I, I mean, I don't. Do, are we familiar with the control scheme for one one hundred? I'm not going to lie to you. I haven't. It's oh, it's it's the face buttons. It's A's. You know, right. answer A. But it, it's, it, like, it um, it's, it's like um, it's like uh, it's like seen it. On the 360. Okay, so yeah, so it's, it doesn't require any type of voice or anything, unless you're the host or whatever. Yeah, you or, need to be able, if you're one of the hundred or the one, you need to be able to talk. Right. But let's say you're not, and let's say they release it, you know, if it becomes of the Zune, you could put the four face buttons on the screen of the Zune. I mean, you know, yeah. they've been doing stuff like that for the iPhone. That would be cool. What I, if, I would. What if, um, what if, um, you know, you've got a, a room full of people. And everyone's got a Zune HD, and they could they could put specific content on each person's Zune HD screen. Also cool, but getting a room full of people all having a Zune <laughs> HD yeah. is a goddamn dream. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't found a room full of people that all have a Zune. Yeah, I haven't found more than two people who have a Zune. Yeah. But uh, Chris, any other thoughts on the primetime channel? No, not really. I mean, I hope it works because I think it's a great idea, and I think it's something that's going in the right direction. Well, it's hey, hopefully, a, hopefully a push we'll find out. Casual. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And hopefully, we'll find out this week because the beta comes. Uh, the beta comes to America on Monday, June first, for one versus one hundred. Uh, we'll all be at four player co op HQ, so maybe we'll get in a game or something, and we can report on it on another bullshot podcast. So. Um, Originally announced as a launch title for the Xbox 360, Alan Wake has been missing for quite a while. It's been almost five years since the game was first announced, and quite honestly, not a whole lot is known about it. The game certainly seems like it could be quite intriguing, but with it missing for so long already, does does anyone even care about Alan Wake? Does anybody still remember Alan Wake? Chris, what do you think E3? Is, is, is it time for Alan Wake to finally come out? If it does, it does at this point. I mean, it, it's getting to Duke Nukem Forever. I mean... No, it's not. It, it is nowhere well, near. It, it is nowhere it's, near. Okay, yeah. It, it's still around. Everybody talks about it like every few months. But there, there's... I've lost hype on it. I mean, I'm not really excited as I used to be. And it, it just keeps on trekking along. And year after year, we, we might see something. We might not. I, I, I'm kind of indifferent at this point. I, um... I, it's not that I forgot about it. I just don't know what it is anymore. You know what I mean? I I was really excited when they first announced it. They you know they said, oh, it's going to harness the power of the Xbox 360, and it's going to be a mystery video game that's revolutionary. And and then it never came out. And then they hit hit it away. They it's been under wraps for years, and I don't know anything about it anymore. Uh. Fish, are are we gonna see it at E three? Yes. And, and if we, we do see, see it, it, if we do see it, is it gameplay? Is it a CGI trailer? Is it a release date? What the fuck? I need to know something about this game. What are they gonna tell us? Alan Wake has been on my top ten most anticipated games since it was announced. So every year it's, it moves down, but every year it's on there. 
Like I cannot, I there are, there are very few things that I completely geek out about. Alan Wake is one of them. I cannot wait for this game. Here's what I think. I'm thinking, you know, when they showed Resident Evil Four footage the first time, they showed that little thing where he's running through the, uh, I think it was a castle, and there's like smoke behind him that's chasing yes. him. Yes. Final game is completely different from that. I think that the stuff we've seen for Alan Wake is going to be. Comp- I think it's. I, I, I think they've thrown it away. I think they they've reimagined it somehow. It probably is the same story, which is. Um, a writer goes to a small town to write something, and I, something to do with horror. I believe the things he writes starts coming true. Is yeah, that, am I right on kind that? Of like, kind of like an in the mouth of madness type thing, except yeah. So, yeah, but I think it's going to be completely. I think it's going to be completely changed, and it may, it may integrate with something that gets announced. But, uh, there's got to be a reason that they've pushed it back for this long. I mean, it was a, it was a launch title. They 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 pimped it out. We've seen we've seen just about everything that I think that was announced as a launch title. Dark Sector, I think Two Human was launched. I guess we haven't seen Huxley yet, but God knows when we'll see that. But there, you know, this is one of the few games that has slipped underneath the radar. But I can guarantee you, it's still being made. I can guarantee you, we will see it at E three. Does it get a date? Maybe an amb- a very ambiguous one, but I don't like a year. <laughs> like yeah, you maybe two thousand nine, two thousand ten. No, it'll just it'll like we'll see the trailer and at the end of it it'll just say twenty ten. And that'll be <laughs> what that'll be that'll be what we get for a release date. Yes, we'll see it. I it, they um they just they uh, I read somewhere today that the the Alan Wake website's been updated. There's definitely something moving at Remedy yes. yeah. in regards to Alan Wake. So yeah, I think we'll see it and I think it'll be amazing and the only thing that'll be better than it is Aliens Colonial Marines. <laughs> Well, do you still think there's that game's fucking coming out? And don't tell me it's not. <laughs> that game's not coming out. Fuck you! It's coming out. <laughs> you all. I mean, really though, do you, do you really think that that there's still that much hype around the game? No, no there's I, not that much hype. I think that this will re. I think this will reignite the hype, though. I, think, I, I mean, I don't. I don't think that this. I, I think that this could be. It won't be a Gears of War level game, but it could be a Resident Evil level game. Where 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 people are anticipating it to that degree, that wouldn't surprise me. I think I think we'll see. see here's what I think we'll see: we'll see CGI trailer at the Microsoft press briefing, and then journalists will play it behind closed doors, and then yeah. we'll we'll start okay. getting hands-on reports. Wow, Fair you're enough. actually gonna go with a playable demo? Yes, I I think that I Yo, think yeah, they, and they've been working on the fucking thing for four years. They gotta have something. Even I, Duke Nukem has a playable demo. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I I think they definitely if they don't demo it. Maybe okay. Maybe not hands on. Maybe someone controls it and the journalists get to watch it. But there's got to be something. There has to be gameplay footage, or the whole trailer gets disregarded. Because yes. because why would you believe it's coming out after all this time? Especially after Duke Nukem Forever. Exactly. Just especially after that, like that that changed the whole. It didn't. I guess it didn't change everything, but it changed. It, it certainly has has tinted. The uh, the uh, the glasses of a lot of journalists now, where it's like, oh, okay, we've well, got another trailer, but it's been five years. You know, you got anything else to show us? Something like that. So yes, I think there'll be something. I think there'll right. be. Something. Well, in two thousand seven, Microsoft released Crackdown, which went on to become a cult classic. Uh, not much was known about the game before it was released, but the game ended up being a solid open-world action title. It didn't hurt that the game was bundled with a multiplayer beta for Halo 3. But Real-Time Worlds, the developer of the title, has since changed the game and turned it into an MMO called APB and have sworn that they are not making Crackdown 2. Uh, meanwhile, former members of Real-Time Worlds have started Ruffian games, uh, and rumors suggest that they will be developing Crackdown 2. 
Fish, what's going on? Uh, we didn't see either of these games at E3, and in light of APB, do we even need Crackdown 2? Um, yeah, I think so. I, I, I mean, I don't think we need Crackdown 2. I'm not sure there was anything that we didn't say with Crackdown 1, but um, yeah, they, they can certainly exist in the same... I mean, they, they can certainly exist and certainly sell. Well, because one, one they're going to charge for and one's a retail title, I guess. Right, exactly. One's going to be a single player. One, you know, one's going one's to be Crackdown 1 with prettier graphics and different things to do. The other one's going to be an MMO. Um, I just feel bad for the real-time worlds, guys, because they get shit on at every turn. They got shit on when they were uh, with Rockstar and they got shit... Or uh, DMA. They were DMA. Um, they got, and they get shit on when they... Uh, after they released Crackdown, so I really feel bad for them. I mean, and the rumor was for a while that APB got sold to Rockstar, wasn't it? Wasn't that yeah, the Yeah, oh. the early rumor was that all APB was was a tech demo to show Rockstar so they could make a Grand Theft Auto MMO. Um, right. That apparently doesn't seem to be the case because the the while there are rumblings that we're going to see Crackdown 2 on Monday... Uh, there are very, very strong rumors that APB will be on stage at Microsoft. Yeah, no, at the Microsoft we, will, we will almost certainly see APB. They just released new images for it. We will almost certainly see APB. Um, Crackdown two, we might, we might very well see it. I see. Here's the problem. It's a cult classic. It sold well, but it only sold well because it was Halo three multiplayer beta featuring Crackdown. That was Correct. the only reason people picked it up. But it ended up like, being a really fantastic game. Absolutely, but I can tell you from experience working in retail that as soon as that beta was over, those copies came back in droves. Like, I mean, there, we, we have on hand usually between 15 and 20 copies of Crackdown. Because I don't think, I'm not sure that many people bothered with the, retail, or with the, with the full retail product. I enjoyed it. Um, Chris and I played through it. And, yeah, uh, I, I played through it with uh, my brother-in-law, and I even yeah. bought the DLC. Yeah, I, I did it. too. And I, yeah, it was a good game. I I don't know. I I don't see Crackdown Two being a title that that is going to go on to set the world on fire like the first one did, only because it was with the Halo demo. Right, and, and that's one of the most underrated games on the system. I mean, that game was just a lot of fun, and you could just go around doing whatever you wanted. So. I wish more people played it, and I wish it got more recognition. You know, not only because it was the Halo Three multiplayer demo, but it, it's a great game, and I look forward to Crackdown Two and playing that again, or playing that. Yeah, well, I mean, if they if they make a Crackdown Two, I'm buying it. I mean, hands down. My this is my theory. This is my theory of what's going to happen. They're going to they're going to go up on stage. Crackdown Two is going to show up on the big screen. It's going to fade away, and then bam, aliens calling all Marines are it's going to be up there. And fucking, and it's gonna be glorious. Did you and fall asleep while we were talking? Dreaming. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Even though Gears of War Two was released just about seven months ago, there is some talk that there aren't enough AAA titles being shown or announced during Microsoft's press briefing. And we all know Gears of War Three is coming, so really, it wouldn't hurt to throw us an announcement of the game's existence. I, they wouldn't even need to show a teaser trailer. The mere mention of the game would probably be enough to get some buzz. But Chris, is it too early for Gears of War three? No, no, I don't. I don't think so at all. I think that I don't think they'll say anything necessarily about Gears of War three. But everybody knows it's coming. I mean, it'll, it'll probably be out next year, and I think they're going to survive on Halo three ODST this year. And next year we'll, we'll get back to the their their main titles. 
Fish. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 not too early for Gears of War three. It's never too early to announce. But uh, but does it eclipse the all fronts mission pack? Does it eclipse all fronts? No. That's why they're not going to do it. That's why they're not going to say anything though. They're going to focus on all fronts. They're going to show us the single player portion of all fronts. Um, but yeah, they're not. The Gears of War three is being made. Make no mistake about it. But we're not going to hear anything about it for a while. I, I don't. I don't understand this feeling though that people have that not enough titles are being shown or announced at Microsoft's press conference. Think about the press conference last year. Like, what did we see? What What was dropped on us that was like that? We were like, "Holy fuck, that's amazing!" You're in the movies. <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying to. I'm literally. I'm seriously trying fate, to think. Fate, there was uh, that montage of Fable Two, Resident Evil Five, Fallout Three. But none of those um, were announced. Like, you know, none of those were announced titles. There was nothing that they dropped on us that was like, holy fuck, I didn't know this was being made. You know, except for, I mean, the Nixie was cool. That was the, the new Xbox Live experience. That was cool. Okay. I enjoyed that. But, but so this year, I mean, you've got Halo, you've got Bioshock, you've got, you've got all these titles. Alan Wake, Aliens Colonial Marines. I mean, you've got all these titles that are going to be amazing. And, I think we're uh, gonna. I think we're gonna make a bullshot drinking game every time Fish mentions Alien Colonial Marines. Take a shot. <laughs> I mean, you, you, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I guess I just don't understand people when they're like, "Oh, they're not showing up." Well, they're not gonna. I'm sorry, they're not gonna drop everything on you. They're not gonna and, tell you everything. But I promise you, the gears. Of, I'm gonna spoil it for you right now. Gears of War Three is being made right now as we speak. Christmas 2010. Clifford B. He's working on that shit right now. Um. Promise. So so yeah, I I really don't think they're gonna I don't think they're gonna eclipse the all fronts map pack. Uh, I think that's what they'll show. I, I I'm with Fish on this one. I think they will definitely show portions of the new single player campaign. Uh, but the, there's no reason to announce Gears of War three at E3. Uh, I mean Tokyo Game Show and PAX we still have this year. They could announce it there. And they'll and they may just do it at GDC again because because Tim Schafer loves coming out and showing off what he's done with the engine to one up John Carmack. No, I don't think that's really what he's doing, but I mean, let's well, be honest. John, John, what have you done lately? Epic is Epic will be showing uh, Unreal Engine 3 improvements at E3. So Yeah, and I think that's and I think that's going to par- play into the all front single player stuff. Right. All right. It wouldn't be a Microsoft E3 press briefing without Halo, and ever since Bungie left Microsoft, they have been building up an internal team to work on Halo projects. Of course, Bungie is going to show off what is supposedly their last Halo game, Halo 3 ODST. But what about the internal team? Could we see announcements from them? Uh, one thing is for certain, there is a lot of Halo in our future, but Fish, how much of it are we going to see on Monday? We'll see ODST. We'll see gameplay for ODST. I don't know if Halo 4 gets announced. I can't I can't I imagine it. it. I can't imagine it does. Again, just because they don't want to eclipse ODST. ODST is their Halo product right now. I wouldn't be surprised though after ODST drops, we see some sort of announcement trailer for either either you know either Halo Four or some other Halo project that's in the works. Right. They're not I, gonna I mean, if they're going to announce anything, it's going to be a side project. It's going to be something like Halo Wars. It's going to be something that's that has nothing that isn't gonna that isn't gonna directly compete with ODST. Chris, right, no, uh, I, no, Chris go ahead. I I agree. I I don't think why would they announce something else other than ODST? I mean that that's their that's their game right now. Why just, try to eclipse that? I think Halo is a big enough property that to drop a Halo Four teaser 
at the end of their conference on E3. Here's the thing. We all know ODST is coming. It's the it's you know the last Bungie game. If they pull a you know, if they pull an you know, if they pull a Steve Jobs, if they oh and one uh, one more thing and they drop a Halo 4 teaser, they win the week. All they oh, have they to do is say Halo 4 coming 2011 and they win. It's over. Halo or Microsoft to not win this week would have to screw up on a level that is like just in that that I, that I can't even fathom. They're going to win this week simply based on you know what they have to offer versus the other people the other guys shows last year. I mean uh, we can get into we'll get into this later but let's be honest last year Micro, or Microsoft won just with Final Fantasy 13 being announced for 360. That alone Microsoft wins wins E3. Um, so I, I just, I don't see it. I, I, I feel like Halo 3 ODST will sell very well, but I think it'll sell more for the Mythic map pack than it will because, because you're not playing as Master Chief. You're not, you know, it's, it's not going to be as bad of an offshoot sales wise as Halo Wars was. Not to say that Halo Wars, did, Halo Wars didn't sell. Obviously, it did and sold very well, but it didn't sell Halo 3 numbers. And I and I, I and Halo Three ODST is going to fall in the middle there. It's not going to sell Halo Three numbers. It'll just it'll sell better than uh, than Halo Wars because it's just like it's this offshoot brand that isn't that isn't part of that isn't an official sequel. I guess is uh, is what I'm trying to say. So I just I don't I think they don't I don't think they want to show anything that's going to hurt potentially hurt that. I think that's probably one of the reasons why we didn't see ODST at, at, at E3 last year, just because they didn't want to hurt Halo Wars sales. Or they didn't want to. They didn't want to usurp Halo Wars, the Halo Wars announcement and gameplay and stuff like that. Chris, any any other thoughts on uh, Halo? No, I, I couldn't agree more. Uh, what I about think, the? I think Fish ahead. nailed it right on the head. Sorry. That's okay. Aliens. Uh, the Peter Jackson. The Peter Jackson game is is that officially canceled? I thought I saw something about it being officially canceled, and I believe Kotaku. But Kotaku mentioned it. No, it's Joystick. They put it on their bingo card. Their um, Joystick.com does this thing where they put all the predictions for each of the three big conferences on a bingo card, and you play bingo with it. And it's on there. But I thought a couple weeks ago it was officially dead. I thought it was officially dead a while ago. I thought they yeah. announced shortly after. Or no, no, no. I think it, I think you're right. I think it was just a few weeks ago that they finally said. I think I think I thought Peter Jackson said something along the lines of, you know, we're not that that project's on hold for the moment. Yeah. Which is either uh, you know the, them blowing smoke up our ass or or it really is on hold. I don't think we see uh, uh, the Peter Jackson Halo game. What about what about any other Halo? What about the MMO? That supposedly might still be in the works, even though Ensemble was pulled off of it. Could the internal could the internal Halo team be working on an MMO? No, is they're it, working on they're working on canon Halo projects, like you know. Well, Halo why 4. isn't the MMO canon? Well, no, no, no. But you know what? Not, not, I'm sorry. Main, main, main series projects. Not they're not going to work on offshoots like that. That's going to be for someone else, and someone probably is working on a Halo MMO, but. I don't think it's the I don't think it's the internal crew. The internal crew is working on Halo Four. All right. Well, speaking of Microsoft's big franchises, last year Lionhead Studios released Fable Two to critical and commercial acclaim. Earlier this year, they allowed us to. Earlier this month, they allowed us to see the future of Fable, but it was just a glimpse. Will E three show us more than just a blink, and you will miss it moment from the creators of Fable? Chris, are we going to see Fable Three on Monday? 
I don't know. Uh, probably. I mean, they're they're obviously working on it, so I mean, we we might be able to see something like a real quick teaser about it, just announcing it. But I mean, they're they're not going to show in depth footage or anything. No, I mean, just a teaser, just a just a just a hey, Fable Three coming later. You know what? I'll say yeah. I say we'll see something short and sweet. Fish is is Malinu going to take the stage? Is and if he does, what's he what's he going to talk about? Fable three, more Fable two DLC. This uh, this new IP that he's working on, the um, code name Richter. He's going to discuss his dog at length. <laughs> um, I love that dog. Yeah. Oh fuck no! I don't want to talk about Fable. Um. Yeah. No. We we'll see. So we'll see some sort of hint of Fable three. Fable three, maybe concept art, something like that. I think he's going to take the stage. I think you'll be like, yes, we're working on Fable 3, here's some pictures, but here's what we're really working on. And then we will see a full-fledged trailer for whatever this new IP is. Because I think that's going to be their holiday title, Lionhead's holiday title. You think that's coming out this year? I think it's entirely possible. Really? That would mm-hmm. be huge, I think. I know. If, if, <laughs> yeah, I, I, I wouldn't expect a new game out of Lionhead uh, one year after Fable 2, especially with them working on Fable 2 DLC so much. Well, but let's be honest. We all played Knothole Island. I think probably you know ten people could program Knothole Island in a couple of weeks. <laughs> yeah, uh, you're probably right. I mean, there's not a whole lot of new stuff there. No new mechanics. They just slapped on a part of the world. I mean, Knothole Island, for all we know, could have been finished long before Halo to, to or Halo long before Fable Two came out. Um, uh, and and I, I think that's been hinted at. Yeah, I mean, and I and say and and see the future. I've I've not personally played it. The sad thing is, I have no desire to play it. But it sounds like the coolest of. of it sounds like 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 Fable Two's pit, where it's going to be right. the coolest of all the stuff that Fable Two has to offer. No desire to play it. But um, yeah, I I want to say that we're going to see this new IP because I mean, in theory, we saw we started seeing stuff about this new IP. What like end of last year. Early January was it? It was. It was right after Fable Two dropped. Malinu started talking about how he's got a project working that's even more revolutionary than Fable. So then he's been working on it. I we're gonna see something. We're gonna see gameplay. We we may not see like we might not be able to sit down and put it in your hands and play it, but we're gonna see something. And I bet you it goes back to Zune HD. Like I think Zune HD is gonna have a lot bigger. The more I think about it, the more I think that them dropping Zune HD. The announcement for Zune HD now allows them to be like, yeah, well, we announced this. Here's the, what we're going to do with it. And then, bam, you know, show all this cool integration. At least that's what I'm hoping they're doing. I called it. I think Zune HD is a game changer. I don't think sure. it's a game changer. I don't see. I think that you're, you I don't think that it's going to te- I don't think it's going to it's going to cut into any other market shares. But I think it'll carve out its own market share, I guess. I guess is what I'm saying. Chris, are we going to see this Project Richter at E3? Yeah, probably. Like, fit, I, I agree with Fish again. I think that he nailed it on the head. I think Monolu announced like, "Hey, here's Fable, here's Fable, and here's this new IP." And I think that's what's going to be. And All his right. dog. So he's going to announce his dog. So his dog might like be he, on stage. His dog is named Richter. <laughs> All right. So it looks like it could be a very big year for Microsoft uh, when they take the, uh, the stage Monday morning at 10:30 a.m. Pacific time. Uh, that's one thirty p.m. Eastern time. Yes, mm-hmm. uh, we touched on some of the big topics, but uh, 
Fish, did we miss anything? Any other rumors you've heard? Anything we didn't touch on? Will Infinity Ward blow our minds? Is Bioware going to take the stage? Are they going to announce an MMO? Any more exclusive DLCs? Anything like that? Um, Infinity Ward will definitely be on stage. Uh, Call or Modern Warfare 2 is too big of a title for Microsoft not to acknowledge it and give them some press time. I mean, even though it's not... I mean, because they did it with, with Modern Warfare 1. And you it know, blew everyone's big, minds. I had right, no exactly. interest in playing your Call of Duty game. They took the stage at that E3 press conference, and the next day I wanted to pre-order Call of Duty 4. And and they knew that. They knew that a lot of people were kind of sour on Call of Duty because of Call of Duty 3, and like World War II is boring now. So they knew that. And that's why they went up there and blew everyone's mind with it. So yeah, we'll see Modern Warfare 2. Will we see anything that blows blows our mind? No, probably not, but does, do we need to? I mean, are, is that going to affect sales of that? That game is going to blow Halo 3 sales-wide out of the water. So it's it going to be it's going to be one of the biggest can, selling games of all time. And it's fast. going to be the, it's it's probably going to be the biggest selling game of all. I mean, I'm, I'm not sure what holds that title right now. It's probably oh, it, I think it's Sims. It's mm, one of the Sims. It's, you're talking in I the think, 50 millions or something. That it's not going to be the biggest game of all time. It may be the biggest console game of all time. Uh, no, but it's definitely got the marketing. It's definitely got the marketing campaign behind it. I mean, I, every it time may, I watch I mean, it, I see a commercial for it. So it's going it, to be it, the biggest launch of all time for sure. Yeah. All right. So is that but, uh, Chris? Anything else on Microsoft? No, I think that they, they're going to have enough this year to still win uh, between the the big three, obviously. They're going to be the strongest one. I don't see many surprises jumping out. They they need they don't need that much. And we'll see Mass Effect too, and we'll see. Um, they'll. I don't know about exclusive DLC though. I don't know if there'll be an MMO. There's a rumor. There was a rumor that just what just started up about an MMO on 360, right? Something uh, something that just something that just happened. I want to say know, a couple days. Yeah, but, I think uh, you're in the. I think you're right, but I can't think of what it is. I can't think of what it is either, and right now the people making it are like those bastards. <laughs> but the people making it actually aren't listening to this, so I mean that's all right too. Aliens, Colonial Marines. All right, uh, up all next right, is take a shot. up next. Uh, <laughs> Up next is Nintendo. Last year, their E3 press briefing was considered a disaster by many, but of course, they still sold more Wiis and more DSs than we could have ever imagined, and they show no signs of slowing down. Will Nintendo try to cater more to the hardcore this time around, or will we get another E3 full of casual games and exercise equipment? Chris, can Nintendo surprise us this year? Can they? They better. I mean, (laughs) last, last year was just atrocious. Wii music, yay, big deal. Obviously, the games were pretty poorly. I mean, it's not a very good game. They need to do something this year. I think that they're going to have a a big title that they're going to announce. That's one of their bread-and-butter series. They need to. Otherwise, what's Nintendo doing? I mean, obviously, they're they're making money no, no matter what they do right now. They're just making money off of the casual gamer right now, and that's the big thing to do. But in terms of the hardcore gamer, they need to bring it this year. And hopefully they're bringing something out that I don't know about. And I'm excited to see because it has to be better than last year. Hey, uh, Fish, um, can they do worse? Worse than last year? See, here's here's the thing about Nintendo's press conference. and something that, that we all kind of have to come to terms with. Um, Nintendo's press conference isn't for us anymore. It hasn't been for the last couple years. It's not for us. Nintendo's press conference is for the people that care. Are they going to care about Wii Fit Plus? 
are going to care about some new peripheral that's going to do something that we don't care about. Like, it's not it's not for us anymore. And that's that's something we got to come to terms. Will they show something? Miyamoto's coming out with something. I can't. I give it. I give it like a fifty-fifty shot that it's something that we're going to care about. And I mean, we is the royal we when it comes to gamers who purchased a Wii hoping to get you know the the, the second renaissance of of Nintendo and instead got a two hundred fifty dollar Leapster. So <laughs> yeah, I, I guys, it's not for us anymore. I mean, can they do worse? Absolutely, they can do worse. They could show us Genji four. I don't know. I yes, they could absolutely do worse, but. They're not. They're not going to. They're, it's going to be about the same. We're going to have the same level of apathy towards it as we did last year, just because it's not for us anymore. And it sucks. To, it sucks to realize that that you know the the, the company that that reared a lot of us, um, game or video game wise, is no longer making games for us, and that sucks. But but that's the way it is because they have this market share now that no one else can touch. And that's what they're going to focus on, so they can hold on to it. So you know, Microsoft's fluid. If that's if that's what Microsoft's fluid is, they don't want Microsoft's fluid to, to take any of their any of their money, any of their market share. So I mean, that's what they're going to focus on. We'll see. We fit plus. Um, Miyamoto will show something. It may be a Zelda game. It may be a Mario game. But at this point, do you care about a Mario and a Zelda game? Because I'm not sure I do. Like, do you guys care? Um, I think, you know, I, I think it'd be nice. Sorry. No, I, I, I would, lo- I would love Nintendo to have a, have a conference that was all for us, that was full of all the announcements we've wanted. But uh, you know, we're not going to get. It's never going to happen again. It's never going to happen. And you know, they know where their money comes from. And hey, you know, you said it. You said Nintendo is what we grew up on. We were little kids back then, and they're still catering to little kids, and that's fine because you know what. Maybe the maybe the nine or ten year old who uh, maybe the nine or ten year old who's playing Animal Crossing right now he grows up to be the twenty three year old sitting in his basement recording a podcast, you know about how much he loves video games, bitching about how Nintendo's for little kids now, and calling me a fag on Xbox Live. <laughs> He's probably doing that too. So all right, uh, in April Nintendo released the latest iteration of the DS handheld, the DSi, and of course it's been a bestseller ever since. Uh, one of the new features is the DSi Shop, and while it has some cool applications in it, um, is it possible we'll see Nintendo announce that classic Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are coming to the shop? The DSi is missing a GBA slot, so this would be the perfect solution. Uh, Fish, are we going to see this functionality? This will make the Nintendo conference for me. I mean, when I was I was not going to buy a DSi. I had no desire for it. I barely play my DS. So, uh, I read there was a there was a rumor article on it was either Joystick or Kotaku, and then it ended up on both of them as you know most rumors do um, about them releasing a virtual console that had handheld games in it to you know much like the virtual console on the Wii that has console games on it, and I fucking flipped my shit because I was like holy shit yes this is what I want, and I went and bought a DSi I, I pre-ordered it and fucking traded in my old DSi which I hadn't turned on in in probably a year and a half. Uh, when, uh, whenever the second Castlevania game came out for the DS, that was the last time I turned on that DS. Um, so yeah, I, if this if this comes out, then yes, it, it's going to make it, and I honestly think it will. I've been doing a lot of the Club Nintendo stuff, registering my old my old products, uh, registering the stuff that I bought, and um, one of the one of the things in the questionnaire was, um, would you like to see a virtual console on the DS or on the DSi? 
and so I think that it's certainly in their minds, and it wouldn't surprise me if they if they did it, and if they did, man, that would just be so fucking cool. I hope we. Uh, yes, I hope we see it. Chris, you you I, don't own I, you don't own a DSi. So would this make you buy a DSi? Honestly, I would say yes. I think that if they had something that cool, um, a virtual marketplace, absolutely, I would I would probably go pick one up. All right, and, and, would you buy and one, Flaggy? Would you uh, buy one? I don't know. I I didn't I didn't play a whole lot of GBA games. Um, I didn't play a whole lot of. I've owned every Game Boy through the DS Lite. Um, but I, I don't I don't have a fondness really for any of the games. I I do like the the potential of the DSi, but I think if you told me to go out right now and buy a new DS, I'd probably just buy another different colored DS Lite. I don't no. think I would spend the one seventy on a DSi. Well, here's the thing: like right now, the DSi we're gonna go. I'm gonna go off on a little tangent. The DSi right now is the DS with a camera, but like they 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 show the game. Uh, a couple days ago, that ghost hunting game that sounds awesome, right? And I want it. I'll give you that. Like that's that's the type of stuff that's going to make the DSi. And I mean, a lot of people when the DS came out, a lot of people were like, "Well, what the fuck?" Touchscreen, and a lot of games were a lot of game makers were like, "Oh, I don't know what the fuck to do with this." But as soon as people learned how to use it, how to utilize it, it became really cool. And I think that the DS the DSi is going to go through the same kind of development curve. As soon as people learn how to use that camera in a way that um, that is innovative. It. Yeah, and it is innovative. Then um, it'll totally be worth it. But yes, right now it's a DS with a camera. Chris, are, are, are we going to see? Chris, are we going to see a lot of of games at E3 at Nintendo's conference that make the DSi worth the one hundred and seventy dollars? I don't think so. I, I I honestly don't think so. I think that they're just relying on the fandom that they already have and. It's been long known that you know they're going to sell a Game Boy, a DS. You know, it, it doesn't matter what they do with it necessarily. It, it's going to sell, and especially around the holidays, you're not going to find one on the shelves. So, I I don't see them announcing something that's going to blow everybody away. That you know, the next day that people are going to run out and buy buy up the stock of DSIs. I just don't see it. No, I, I you're absolutely right. The thing is, they don't need to. They don't need right. to show title. They don't. I mean, they don't care. If you two buy a DSi, I mean they'd love you to, but they're not gonna they're not gonna be like, oh, we gotta get Chris and Placky to buy a D. That's not gonna be the case. They they've got enough people selling them. They are selling through them, uh, you know, as fast as they sold through DSi or DS lights. It they it, they're not gonna they're not gonna need to be like, all right, well we need to figure out some way to generate sales for this thing because they they they're self generating at this point. We will see titles for it. We will see titles to take advantage of it. We won't see something that's gonna be like, holy shit, we need that. You're not going to see a system seller. Yeah, because you don't need to. The system sells itself. That's a good point. All right. Well, the Wii has been selling like crazy since the day it was released, but hardcore gamers are never happy. The system doesn't put out an HD picture, and it's been long rumored that the Wii HD is inevitable. Could we see a Wii 2.0 announced on Tuesday? Chris, is there going to be a Wii HD? Do we need a Wii HD? Are we going to see it on Tuesday? No, and they don't need to. Like like we've said, it, it Nintendo products sell themselves. I mean, the Wii doesn't have a lot of titles that are like must own titles, but they sell. I mean, 
Nintendo doesn't need to try to get into Microsoft's market or Sony's market and trying to go with the HD because they knew going into this generation that they're going to have this one console that they're going to try to go with a family-based system and sell it for a lot cheaper than everything else and and just go with it. And to their success, you know, they're finally in, on shelves. Now people can finally pick them up. But it took, what, a year and a half, two years for that oh, to it's a No, it's longer than that. It's a Almost three oh, years. Oh six. Oh six yeah. is when it and we, we fi- they finally started staying on store shelves this March. So. I was um I was at Best Buy a couple hours ago. They had at least a hundred Wii Fits and like fifty Wii's. So they're finally out there. But they're yeah, it took and, a long time. Right. And and they're gonna sell regardless. So they don't need to put an H D out there. Just like Nintendo's stance on what, what um internet, online gaming. They never really cared about it because you know you, you got the other two the two bigs that focus on it and do that. Nintendo focuses on what they want to focus on. They know what's going to sell for them, and they're doing it. They don't need to do an HD. Fish, I'm I'm guessing that your opinion is is probably going to be the same. They don't need to make a Wii 2.0 when the Wii. It's the same with the DSi. They don't. There doesn't need to be a new version. Just you know, HD hardcore. Uh, you think they could release a second console? No, that's been a rumor I, for that's been a rumor for a little while. But guys, again, we're focusing on them catering to us, and that's not what they do anymore. They you know, don't well, cater. They don't cater to us anymore. They cater to mom and dad. They cater to the happy family of five. They cater to grandma and grandpa. They don't cater to us. So to grandma and grandpa, HD doesn't matter. You know right. that stuff doesn't matter. I, I and I'm gonna I'm gonna go up to your next point here because I think I think I think you're absolutely right. If anything, if we see anything Wii hardware related, we will see new colors and we will see Wii motes with Wii Motion Plus integrated into it. That's it. We won't see drastically new hardware because historically Nintendo was with the DS with the DS Lite especially. New colors are released when sales start to uh, to stagnate. And I can tell you that we we sales while still while they're still selling, they're not selling at the at the pace that they were. So because everyone has one, because everyone has one. So colors, I I'm, I'm really I, I guess the more I think about it, the more I'm on the fence about it. Will we probably see colors maybe for controllers and stuff? Will we see it for consoles? I don't know. Part of the reason that colors on handhelds sell so well is because you're out and you're displaying it. You're not going to be walking around with a Wii in your hand going, "Look, I purchased the red one." Yeah, you just, you just right. It's sitting yeah. underneath your TV. You know, you just completely stole my point, which was we don't really need to see colored Wii's because it's in your house. Uh, there's, I, I mean, some people trade in their old DS lights when a new color comes out to get the new color because look, well, here's my colored DS light, but but the Wii doesn't go anywhere. I, I can't see anybody trading in their Wii because they want the green one. Yeah, but see, we'll yeah, but see, here's this. the point: is like. What color? What color 360 do you own right now? Yeah, exactly, exactly. Oh no, no, no! But I didn't own an elite. I bought an elite. I did. Be- I bought an elite because it was fucking black. I have a Halo one because it has Halo on it, and I have a red one because it's red. Well, that's because like, you're so insane. Well, you're, no, look, but look, if I continue to buy Xbox 360s, they will make Aliens Colonial Marines for it. <laughs> uh, I'm running out of. I'm running out of vodka. <laughs> Um, so, 
Yeah, I don't know. Colors, I mean, definitely, I, I think I agree with Fish. I think um, controllers, I think Wiimotes, I think Wiimotes that are colored are probably a uh, a bigger possibility than uh, than colored colored consoles. And um, speaking of Wiimotes, uh, last year at E3, Nintendo announced the Wii Motion Plus add-on. It'll finally make the Wiimote do one-to-one motion control instead of just the waggle the controller furiously at the TV controls we have now. The peripheral still isn't available, but it's coming later this month. And uh, my question is, are we going to see titles that require Motion Plus? Uh, Fish, the rumor is that Red Steel 2 will be one of the first games that demands you use Wii Motion Plus. Uh, Do you think that's true? And do you think we're going to see more titles that demand you have Wii Motion Plus? Well, like I said, I think we're going to see a Wiimote that has it integrated. I think think that's one of the reasons why it's it's taken so long. I mean... We knew going into it that the Wii was going to be peripheral hell. I mean, we knew that. We knew that with the fact that you could plug all manner of shit into the bottom well, of that remote, but is that it, we would have. But but I mean, is no, it any it, more? But is it any more peripheral hell than uh, owning Rock Band and Guitar Hero World Tour no, and no, no, Rock no, no, Revolution but, and DJ Hero? But that's but no no I no and I agree. But like this is this is like this is more re- reminiscent of you know like Sega and you the know Power the Glove, school. right? Exactly, like, all that okay. other stuff. So, I think yes. I think we will see games that require Wii Motion Plus. We saw games that required the uh, the expansion pack on N sixty four. You know, we've seen them release a peripheral, release a piece of, or release a an accessory of some kind, and then require, and then have games require it. Yes, I think we will see games that require Wii Motion Plus. Um, I think, in all honesty, once Wii Motion Plus hits the market, they'll start to phase out the old remotes. They'll and they'll they're gonna they're, like I said they're gonna release remotes with Wii Motion Plus built into it that are the size of the remotes now. Um, and are I think gonna... that's going to be their 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 move to to continue to keep to keep pumping life into the Wii. You know, three, four, five years after it's launched. Chris, does Wii Motion Plus revitalize the Wii for you? Are you excited to play a game that has one to one motion control? Not necessarily. I mean, I don't turn my Wii on very often anymore. I mean, I, I there's too many other games that are out there for other systems that I want to play. Uh, Punch-Out! is probably one of the only games I'll, I'll turn my system on for right now that's new. Other than that, it, it there's not that many games that I want to play, nor do I care about it having, you know, Motion Plus or just the regular motion that it has now. I just... Unfortunately, playing as many games as I do, I, I, I just don't find the interest in the Wii. Perhaps if they came out with, like, you know, a, a red Wii, then maybe I'll turn it on again. <laughs> until then, I What if they I, came I, out I don't with Aliens Colonial Marines for the Wii? It, is it going to be, like, a steel, like, gray Wii, maybe? No, 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 like, no, the game. What if the game came out for the, it? Oh, the game? What if it's, like, yes. a collector's edition bundle? Like <laughs> what if it was a gun game? Gunmetal gray Wii. <laughs> oh, Yes. <laughs> what if it was the game, but it was like the the Wii version of the game? So it was really carnival games with a new skin. Would you purchase it and then? The, would there be an alien on the cover? There would be two. Then yes, be... absolutely. I'll right. buy two copies. All right. All right. See. What? So what is that like, I hope you're listening, like Microsoft. You can lose is that like four or five drinks the right there. Yeah, I, I'm I'm dead. I got <laughs> <alcohol> poisoning. <laughs> What's next? <laughs> 
One of the other big annoyances for hardcore gamers in the Wii is the lack of a decent online uh, is lack of decent online multiplayer. Not only are games that support it few and far between, but they require the use of Wii friend codes. Is it possible that E3 Nintendo will announce a new firmware update that creates an Xbox Live-like system for playing online? Rumors are persisting that the conduit might possibly do away with friend codes on a software level. Chris, could this be true? Could, could we finally see uh, Nintendo giving us the online experience we've always wanted? You know, if I don't think it's necessarily a priority for them because they've never really cared about online. They've shown that in you know the GameCube. They've shown that here with the Wii. I mean, it, it's a nice thing, but they don't want to focus on it. They focus on what they're, they're strong at, and it'd be nice to see you know a, a Wii without friend codes because it is a pain in the butt trying to integrate your friends. Uh, friend codes and integrate the Mii's over to your your plaza or whatever. But other than that, I don't think I don't think it's a major priority for them. Yeah, I tend Fish? to agree. I tend to agree. I I mean, I don't I don't know. Maybe you guys have had different experience in that regard, but I don't see people really having a great deal of desire to be like, oh God, I want to play Mario Kart online, and it's such a pain. Like I never I don't hear those complaints. I mean, I hear it from from us. And I hear it from our friends, and I hear it from people who play, who who have a 360 and a PS3 as well. But again, this is not this is not the target audience. You know, I don't I don't see it. The only way I see them doing it is if they were going to throw us a bone of some sort. Like that would be their gift to us. We get Wii Motion Plus or Wii Fit Plus. We get Miyamoto's new game, which is probably Pikmin Three, and then we get, you know, we get uh, uh, we get no friend codes. And they'll be like, here you go, hardcore gamers, no friend codes. Thanks. Come back next year. Well, what about a game What about a game like The Conduit, which is multi- online multiplayer? It has online multiplayer, first-person shooter. It's, it's, like, it's one of the first games like that for the Wii. I, and the rumor is that at the software level, no friend codes. It, how are they going to pull that off? I don't know. Um, but I bet they can. I bet you... I'm sure there's a way to do it. It's probably some sort of translation thing where it takes your friend code and then you can translate that to like a, a, a like a, a name or something and it stores it on their servers. Um, the conduit's going to be big. I mean, for us, the conduit's probably the the only star in a very dark sky uh, in terms of Wii titles. I don't think, but again, I don't think I don't think Nintendo cares that much about the conduit. I don't think they're promoting it as much. I don't think we'll see the conduit on stage. Really? To be honest. I don't think what? so. You don't think just, high voltage is going to take the stage? No, I don't. I think I don't. they will for sure. See, I just I don't I don't see it. And, 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 I, and I hope I'm wrong. Don't get me you know wrong. What? I hope I'm wrong. No, you know what? You're probably right. They probably won't be at Nintendo's briefing, but they might be at Sega's. Oh if, yeah. If, if Sega oh, has absolutely. a briefing, they'll definitely be at that. They'll be the stars of that. Yeah, no, they'll be the stars, and there's another, there's another title now that completely fucking escapes me. That will Gladiator also... AD. Oh, Supreme is... Commander, Supreme Commander Two. Oh, oh, oh. That'll be there as well. But no, I don't think they're going to be well, because Supreme I just Commander don't think 2... Nintendo cares about it. Supreme Commander Two is Square Enix, or am what? I thinking of a different game? You're thinking of a different game, I think. I thought Who... Supreme... I will Google it right now while we go on to the next point, and then I will interrupt you with. Colonial Marines, uh, Supreme Commander Two. Why don't you move on to the next title? All right, talk. we couldn't we couldn't talk about Nintendo uh, without talking about their major franchises. Uh, last year, Nintendo only really announced a new Animal Crossing game, uh, but this year they almost need to announce a new title from one of their big franchises. Uh, Fish, are we going to see a new Mario game, a new Zelda game? What happens if we don't see one? Um, nothing. 
I, you know, I don't know. Like, here's the thing. I think the idea of a new Mario and a new Zelda game is really cool. The reality of it is, I played. I never played through Zelda games. I played through Twilight Princess. It's been the only Zelda game I've ever finished. Um, I just don't like them. I don't, I'm not going to get off on a, on a tirade here. I understand they're great games. Don't get me wrong. Please, internet, don't chastise me and don't kill me. But I don't. I don't. They, I don't. I don't. They don't appeal to me. Um, I didn't play all the way through Mario Sunshine. So okay, I, if they give me a new, another Mario or another Zelda. I don't know. I guess I don't care. Um, things that would make me care. Metroid. If we get a new Metroid, I will be all over that. If we get like a, like the DS, uh, the DSi Virtual Console, I care about that. But I don't know. We We Fit Plus doesn't do anything for me. Pikmin Three doesn't do anything for me. Supreme Commander's done by Square Enix. You were correct. Thank you, Chris. Uh, Chris um, Hardcore Nintendo titles. Don't you think we need to see one at this press briefing? I mean, to to at least to at least give the illusion that Nintendo still likes us a little bit. Yeah, no, I, I think there should be one. There definitely should. I, maybe even Kid Icarus. Um, that'd be kind of cool. I mean, everybody's been kind of wanting that for years, and the fact that they've talked about it and considered making one would be kind of nice. So. Yeah, I think this year they they definitely should make something, uh, announce something that's going to be part of their mainstream titles and get back on board to the games that we used to, we grew up with and the games that we loved. Yeah, I mean, I definitely think we could see a new Mario or a new Zelda. Uh, I think, but I think Kid Icarus would definitely be uh, huge. Uh, I, I think that would, I think that would be uh, generate a lot of buzz out of Nintendo's conference. Uh, I think if they don't announce a new Mario, a new Zelda, a new Metroid, or a new P- a new Pikmin, Nintendo's just going to get hung by the enthusiast press again. They're they're going to be the laughing stock of E3 again if they don't announce. But it doesn't one. matter to them. No, but that's, that's the not, thing. It doesn't matter to them. I know it doesn't like, matter to them. It matters to us. And we're well, absolutely the ones it matters talking. to us. But when we're the ones talking about it, absolutely. But you have to kind of like you can't project your expectations onto them. No, like, you I, have I, to. You have to see that they don't, you know, they don't care if we're, if we're happy or not as long as long as people are buying their shit. I'm talking. I know that Nintendo's going to make twenty billion dollars next year selling Wii's and DS's and DSI's. I'm just talking for the micro society that is E3 this next week of news and enthusiast press and fourplayercoop.com and and our podcast and us. If they don't announce one of these franchises, they're going to get hung again. Huh? Mm-hmm. Right, but but what Fish is saying, it doesn't matter because at the end of the day, they're just gonna, like they'll read it on the message boards. Oh, Nintendo sucks, and then they'll just turn off their computer and go to bed uh, in their in their bed, bed of, money. of money. Exactly. Yes. Yes. So it, it doesn't matter. And yeah, and I mean, I like sadly, to th- it's true. I like to All think right. that we have some sort of that you know that the, not 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 us in general, but like the, the gaming press in general have some sort of influence that we that when when Nintendo reads. You know, a scathing review of something that they've done. You know, a little tear comes down, but they don't. It's not. That's not how it is. I mean, they 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 don't. It, they can get hung, and it won't matter to them, and it won't it won't matter in general. No. And that, so then so then there's no there's no real point to hanging them. I guess is what I'm trying to say is like yes, they will get hung. They will get hung again. But you're acting like that's a bad thing, and in reality, it isn't because they will still make a bajillion dollars and. And you know all that, regardless of what, regardless of whether or not they get hung. All right. Well, you go ahead, Chris. They'll release a new color of the Wii, sell twenty million of them, and just laugh at us. And that's what it boils down to. 
All right. Well, it should be exciting. Nintendo's press briefing is on Tuesday at uh, 9 a.m. Pacific time, noon Eastern time. Um, Chris, any final thoughts on Nintendo? Uh, do you think the DS might get discontinued? Do you think we'll see uh, new DSi colors? Uh, do you think we'll see new DS colors? Do you think we'll see a price drop on the DS Lite? No. I mean, pretty much all those, yeah, we'll probably see some new colors for the DS, uh, DSi, but f- for the DS, they, they don't need to. Um, you don't think it, they'll it, drop it, the DS Lite? No, because it, it lives on right now they're selling them still it's not like they're they're suffering from having those on the on the shelves it's nice because it still has the gba thing and a lot of parents nowadays can't afford to buy new games and they want the most options possible so the ds Lite provides them two different slots it gives them the cartridge slot and it gives them you know for the ds so they can go to buy you know gba games that are really cheap so I, i i don't see that being discontinued anytime soon. Uh, I'm, on the complete, I'm on the complete opposite side. Um, I think the DS Lite does go away, but it's not going to go away at E3. It's going to quietly go away sometime after Christmas. Uh, we won't see new colors of the DSi just because, again, historically, Nintendo only releases new colors when um, sales, are, sales are starting to stagnate. And, I mean, there's no sense in, in doing it right now. There's no absolutely no sense in, in, in releasing new colors now because you're going to piss off everyone who's already bought one. So, right. um, and we, price um, drop, I think we see a yeah. price drop. Ninety nine bucks on the DS no, Lite. Yeah. Uh, what about yes. DS Lite? Ninety nine bucks DS Lite. Yes, ninety nine bucks DS Lite. One forty nine no. DSI. No, I think no? we still see one seventy. I think we see one seventy. You think, you think they Christmas. can sell DSIs at a seventy dollar difference between the DS Lite and the DSI? Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. You, and you think that that price drop gets announced at E three? Uh, wouldn't surprise me. I don't think it'll be a part. Of, I don't know if it'll be a part of the conference. It might just be something that happens. You know, okay. like when you know PlayStation, there might be a press release. Is my is my it might be what it is. But yeah, I think we see it. I think we see a price drop. I don't think we see new colors, and I think the DS the DS Lite will go away because that's just the progression of things. I mean, just like they said, the DS Fat wasn't going to go away when the DS Lite went. And out. just like they said, the Game Boy Advance wasn't going to go away when the DS came out. As soon as that, as soon as the new product gets its market hold or gets a a hold in its own niche in the market and can start building on that, um, they start to phase out the other ones. Because right, then it becomes they, a competitor. They need more games for the DSi. Until they start getting more DSi games, then they'll start phasing out the DS Lite. But until well, then, DS Lite think, lives. Oh, the DS Lite is going to live because there's so many out there in warehouses and in other retail channels. The DS Lite's going to live through the end of the year, no question. I don't think, like I said, I don't think they're going to discontinue manufacturing it until the end of the year, but they will discontinue manufacturing it. They don't need to make specific titles for the DSi. It's just going to be that if you want to play DS games, you're going to have to buy a DSi. It just makes business sense. All right. Well, we've said a lot about Nintendo, uh, but last but not least of the big three is Sony. Sony has already announced some great titles this year for the PSP at their Destination PlayStation event, and we know they have some big PS3 titles on tap, but Sony's sales have been sluggish, and the once king of consoles has taken a definite hit. At E3, they have everything to prove. One of the biggest rumors surrounding Sony as we head into E3 is that the PSP is being completely redesigned and rebranded, possibly as the PSP Go. Uh, it would do away with the UMD-based media and allow you to download your games wirelessly. Uh, Fish, the PSP sales have been sluggish. Uh, could this be what revitalizes the PSP? Um, the problem with the PSP is it, it doesn't need revitalizing right now. 
in the eyes of the consumer. Like, like the PSP launches, sells a buttload of fucking systems, and then dies. Like, no one buys it. I bought one at launch. A year later, I, I got rid of it. Right, exactly. It, 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 the, I, it just dropped off. Um, so then they released the DS, or the, sorry, the DS, the PSP Slims. Sales start to pick up. Unfortunately, because of that lull, a lot of people stopped making games for it. So now g- publishers are playing catch-up making games for it. And games still are not, uh, are not um, as lucrative on the, uh, on the uh, PSP as they are on the, on the DS. So, you know, you have to kind of say, well, it's going to take longer to develop a game on the, PS- on the PSP. I'm not going to make as much money, or I can go to the DS and do that. Will, the, will a PSP Go type situation, will that, will that revitalize the brand? I don't know. I, I mean, it, it will be, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see how they are going to address it. I think they'd have to separate it, and it'd have to be its own thing, like more so than the DS Lite and the DSi. It has to be its own thing, simply because people like me have a... I have a I'm looking right now at a stack of probably 30 PSP games. And without a UMD slot, what the fuck good are those going to do? So you have to well, figure there's, out... Well, there's talk that you would be able to transfer your UMD to your computer and then put that remotely on your PSP Go. But see, then they have to come up with a, they have to come up with a compression thing, and any type of software they release to the public can be reversed. And, like, there's all sorts of problems with it. There's all sorts of problems with that. And yes, that would make the most sense, but that's still a pain in the ass. No, I agree. Uh, Chris, does, we haven't even addressed this yet. Does the PSP Go exist? Is, uh, it seems like it does. The rumors point to the PSP Go actually existing, but are we going to see a PSP Go on Tuesday? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go towards yeah, because they need to. I mean, they, they got their hand or tried to get their hand into the handheld market, but I think that they're going to try to try to capitalize on it because there is a lot of rumors on the PSP Go and I think there is something that is that and you see pictures that could possibly be it and it's probably going to look something like that if not that's it but they need to do something I don't like the idea of the UM you know without UMDs just because of the whole fact that you guys just talked about but they need to do something now it's the time I say they bring something out and, and, I mean, there's tons of clumsy solutions to what you can do with your UMDs. What if you mailed your UMDs to Sony, and they sent you back codes to download all those games? Again, that's that's entirely too clumsy. Uh, the, it's just, it, 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 people have purchased these. Like, I have gone, like, I'm not saying from a personal, because I don't care. I will, if there's a piece of software released for the PC, I'll do it. I'm talking about average Joe consumer who has purchased a PSP, and has been laughed at by all his friends because they all own DSs and haha, you purchased a stupid system. But they purchased it, they purchased all these games. Now in order to play these games on a new PSP, they are going to have to um they're gonna have to down they're gonna have to send them off to Sony, even though they've already given Sony their money, now they have to now they have to do more work in order to play them. The PSP Go has to be either the next iteration of the PSP or an offshoot of the PSP. It cannot be a replacement for the PSP. Because they're basically telling people who bought UMDs to go fuck themselves. Right. In a matter of words. I mean, it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting point. Uh, something I really didn't think about before we started talking today. I, I love the idea of the PSP Go. I think if the PSP Go, because I, I gotta say, all these um all these games they announced at Destination PlayStation, I want to play a lot of them. Uh, I hate music games. I hate rhythm games. 
but I really want to play Rock Band Unplugged, and I have no idea why. But there's a lot of really cool games coming for the for the PSP. And if on Tuesday they announce the PSP Go and a sensible UMD solution, I think they might have sold me on the PSP again. Do you, uh, do you think the PSP Go uh, fish? Do you think it could have 3G? Do you think it could have an app store? Do you think you could? I mean, obviously, if it's disc, you know, if there's no disc drive on the PSP Go. You're going to have to buy your games wirelessly. Is there a chance it comes with cell service? No, I don't think so. I, I because I mean, like you look at you look at the situation now with the iPhone. Um, you know, you you go to the if you want to download an app that's over ten meg, you can't be on cellular service. So, and UMD games are not are are, are greater than ten meg. I I don't want to blow okay. anyone's mind with that information, but yes. <laughs> So no, they're not gonna. No cell tower or no cell company is gonna is gonna allow them that amount of bandwidth. So no, it's not gonna come with 3G stuff. It'll certainly have an app store of some sort. It'll have the PlayStation Store on it. That's obvious. I love the idea of the PSP Go, and I would buy one. Um, even though I have a PSP, I have two PSPs, or whatever. Because um, one came in blue. Um, but um, I don't need a solution for the UMDs. Just you, if you're, you cut what? out, you cut out at that halfway through there. After you said you had a blue PSP, you cut out. Oh, um, they don't need they don't they don't need to give me any type of of uh, solution for UMDs. I will buy a PSP Go. Um, I just I'm hoping, I'm just hoping that it's going to be a. A, 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 the next generation of the PSP as opposed to another iteration of the current PSP. And I think uh, another thing, we'll see, something that tells me it might be the next iteration of the PSP is how can you do a new PSP, how can you do this PSP Go without changing the look of the PSP? You know, like, here's their opportunity to completely redesign the PSP, because what could a PSP Go look like? If it has to keep the same specs, if it has to play current PSP games, they can't change the size of the screen. Where are you going to put the controls? You can't move. You can't. Well, you put the controls on the bottom. I mean, I know that's the concept art. Is that the um, the controls slide out from the bottom? But I think really the PSP Go here's your chance to completely redesign that platform. I I don't know. I I think I, I'm fifty fifty on it. I think that I think this could be the new Sony handheld. Yeah. I know it's I, a simple I mean, I thing to say. I, there's not much you can say, but right. No, I, I think, think I think I think I think it's cool. I I I somewhat. I mean, I'm certainly looking forward to Sony's conference more than I'm looking forward to Nintendo's conference, simply because all Sony can do this year is improve. They can't <laughs> go any farther down. So what are they going to do to improve? And the PSP Go seems to be a step in the right direction. I think it'll. I think it'll be cool. I you know I like little gadgets. All right. And aliens, colonial uh, marines. What? Everyone wants a PlayStation 3 price cut. Uh, the PS3 has been the most expensive game console since its release in 2006. Sony seems reluctant to cut the price of the system and has been offering bundles in lieu of price cuts. But could this be the year Sony finally bites the bullet and drops the price? Uh, meanwhile, leaked images of a supposed PS3 Slim have made their way around the internet. Could this be the cheaper model? Does it even exist? Chris, is any of this happening? Yeah. PS3 Slim, it, ex- it exists, and it's going to come out, and it's going to be a cheap 
dumbed down version of the PS3, and you you think it's going to be dumbed down? Yeah, I, I, it's, but what can they dumb uh, down? I mean, this is my question. Hey, what, what are they hey, I'll tell down? you. What, I'll tell you what they can do. They can take that piece of shit Wi-Fi card out of there. Oh, someone's been having some trouble with their PS3 recently. I'm not going to say which three of us, which one of us it was, but for those of you who want to, you know, dig a little deeper, I'm sure you'll figure it out. <laughs> take a sh- take a shot every time I bash the stupid fucking Wi-Fi card in the PS3. Again, I'm not going to reveal to you who it is who's been having trouble with their PS3, namely the Wi-Fi card into it, in it, into it, whatever. Uh, anyway, Chris, how are they going to dump yeah. it down? I need to know. All right, yeah, you're right. It, it, it's going to be similar to the the fat one, the the George Foreman grill, but it's not going to have. Or it, it's basically what they have now. It's just going to be slim. Uh, you, you know, I when mean, it first well, came I out, mean, do you it, think, could they put a smaller hard drive in it? What what about what if they go back to the twenty gig hard drive, the 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 forty gig hard drive? Hard drive space well, is not saving them any money. I mean, the difference in uh, cost between a twenty and a forty gig hard drive is is minimal at the production level. So that's right. right. Oh no, you got me on that one. Yeah, so it, it's probably going to have like you know eighty gig or something like that, and it's just going to be slim and it's going to be attractive, just like the PS two was uh, was you know when they introduced the slim for that, it, it was huge and people went and traded in their big bricks and got the like sleek and sexy PS two slim. It's the same thing here that they're hoping for basically. It, I don't see it changing the world or anything like that, but it's going to come out. And but okay, but is the PS3 Slim going to be cheaper? Has to be. I mean, has to at be. this point, yeah, it has to be because look at their sales. They need it, to do something. They've been so damn stubborn about keeping their prices and holding steady and everything like that. They need to suck it up and realize, hey, look, we want to we want to sell some of these systems that are just sitting on shelves. Drop the price. It's time. Fish, well, I mean, are we, we going to see a price cut? Are we going to see the PS3 Slim? I don't think that Sony is, I mean, like, a lot of people just assume that, that the PS3 is selling terribly. Um, if you look at the actual numbers for it, it's not sell. I mean, it's certainly in third place, but we're not talking about the GameCube here. Well, it's, we're talking- it's in third place. It's in third place to the three consoles, It's but it's behind the handhelds. No, well. I, no, no. Well, yes, of course it's behind the handhelds. The handhelds, I mean, I, 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 the DS, I think, is number one across the board, is it not? Yeah, yeah, I mean, of course it's behind the handheld. I'm saying, console-wise, yeah, it, it, it's not selling as well as Sony would like. Sony loses a lot of money, you know, with every system they sell. They, it's certainly a quote-unquote flop. Is it a GameCube? Absolutely not. I mean, they're not, they're not losing that. We're not, we're, we're not talking about that bad of a, of a margin of defeat. Uh, money-wise, we may be, because I don't know how much the GameCube cost to produce. But um, do we see a price cut? <sighs> I'm gonna go no. I, I, Sony has has done nothing but prove how stupid they can possibly be this time, this <laughs> generation. So no, what we will probably see. I mean, there was a great article in, um, in November of last year. I think it was Wall Street Journal, uh, just you know, just ripping into Sony about releasing the 160 gig PS3 because they assumed oh. there was some sort of market share for it in an economy that was like it, it, like we had no idea what the fuck was going on with the economy in November. That was like. a terrible terrible misstep on their part. Yeah, and it was a, I mean it's a great article and that's the whole thing like will Sony fuck up again? Yes, absolutely they will because that's all they've done. Um we won't see a price cut. We will probably see a bundle. There was that rumor of what was it? It was uh, Resistance and something else, wasn't it? Um I Resistance 2 and Uncharted. I yeah, uh, yeah, something like that. Yeah, we'll probably see a bundle like that at the same price. 
Um, and we will see a PSP, a PS3 Slim at some point, just because that's the way technology works. Are we seeing um, P- Are we seeing PS3 Slim on stage Tuesday at E3? I don't know I, because th- 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 I've read a couple things where people aren't sure that they've been able to to shrink that tech yet, and that's the whole thing. Is it's all about shrinking the tech and making. So you it don't believe you don't believe those those pictures that leaked are are real. Oh no, I believe those are absolutely real. I just don't think I don't know if there's a if there's if that's just the chassis for what they're planning on doing and they're still working on producing the actual the actual um the chipsets and everything, the shrunk down chipsets. Uh I, I don't know. Like I said, I really don't know. It's I fifty fifty we see it on stage. And price cut announced at E three. No. Okay. No. Fit Chris, are we seeing the PS three slim on stage on Tuesday? Yes, with a price cut. With a, you're so you're the exact opposite of fish. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm thinking Sony is, has to do something right. Somewhere. Oh yeah, he's got and he's got the safe bet absolutely. Because how many times can one person possibly fuck up? I will company? say this. I, I'll go with this. I, I want to say we're going to see the PS3 Slim on Tuesday. I really believe in my heart that we will see the PS3 Slim. The problem is. Is if you announce a PS3 Slim, you have to announce a price cut, and I don't think they're gonna announce a price cut at E3. I really don't think they are, and I think that's gonna look. I think that's gonna be Sony's big clusterfuck of E3 is they will announce the PS3 Slim and they will sell it for four hundred dollars, and they will sell it in a shitty bundle for five hundred, and and everyone will be scratching their heads, and it'll make even less sense to parents and to the hardcore. You you. Slim down the system, and in my eyes, smaller is cheaper. So you and you're going to keep the price of four hundred dollars, and that's what they're going to do. And it's going to be the it's going to be the biggest fuck up of the entire conference. And see, that's the interesting thing about the whole Sony the Sony press conference in general. One of the reasons why it's it, I'm anticipating it almost as much as I'm anticipating the Microsoft one. Microsoft, we have an idea of what's coming. We we have an idea. Like we can bet, I would say seventy seventy percent chance we see motion tech. You know, seventy percent chance we see uh, the new Lionhead project. All that stuff. Microsoft, hundred percent chance we get the finger. Sony, <laughs> fuck, I don't know, man. Fucking Sony, we could see the PS3 Slim. We might not. We could see a price cut. We might not. Those motherfuckers are crazy. We could and see they're, PS4. They're apt to do, yeah, they are apt to do anything. And so, I mean, if nothing else, it will be amusing. All right. Well, the PlayStation Network is Sony's answer to Xbox Live, and while it is free to join, it doesn't have the usability or the polish of Xbox Live. Uh, is it possible that Sony could pull an NXE and completely overhaul the PlayStation Network? Uh, Fish, does Sony have it in them to completely change the user interface of the PlayStation 3? You know, we, we've, we've discussed this, and here is how I would do it. As much as I hate home, you make home your dashboard. You somehow come up with a way to do patching the patching system for it better, but you make home your dashboard. So when you boot up your PS3, and of course there'll be some sort of setting somewhere for if you just want it to boot to the game that's in the drive, it'll boot to the game in the drive. But you boot up your PS3 in normal circumstances, and you're in you're in your living room, and your PS3 is on a shelf. You walk over to it and you can play the game, or you can, or you, uh, or you then like let's say that PSN titles are arcade for, machines for those in that room. And for those who don't know, you're talking virtually. You're talking yes, in, yes. Play, for those who don't know what PlayStation Home is. It is a avatar-based community. And you you make an avatar of yourself. You live in an apartment, and and I agree with Fish on this. I think the optimal solution would be home is the dashboard. But go on with your point. 
Yeah, no, I think that would be huge. I, I, I honestly think that that would make home what they want it to be. Home has got a lot of promise, but anyone who spent any amount of time in the space, especially, I mean, granted, I, I, I will fully admit I have not logged into home in probably two months. Um, but anyone who, especially, I mean, at least at launch, my impressions were, wow, this is a big waste of time. Like, why would I, why would I choose to load this program? I, I and granted, I'm not one of the the Second Life people. I don't I don't enjoy that type of thing. I don't need to sit around a virtual fountain and talk to virtual girls and ask them to. Never mind. Um, I don't need that. That's not that's not what I need. Um, so, yeah, I it, I think making the the making home the dashboard would I think that honestly, um, in the eyes of a lot of people, would one up um, Microsoft. Chris, home aside. Could we see a XMB overhaul? Um, yeah, I mean, to the PlayStation Store especially. I think sometimes it's kind of a little hard to navigate. I think they can overhaul that. Um, I like the idea of booting up and instantly going into your home. Uh, that'd be kind of cool. But like, it, just turning on my PS3, getting to the dashboard, I have a theme up that I like. It's fine. I think it works great. I don't see anything there. In terms of online community, yes, I think that they should update some stuff. I think communication, finding friends and everything like that is kind of a pain in the butt. And they should work on integrating that a little bit better. But other than that, I I, I, I like my Dash the way that it is. Um. Yeah, I mean, I'll agree. I, I like the XMB. I, I don't think it needs a complete overhaul. Uh, but it'd be interesting if they did it. Because uh, I think it would show that they care. They care about us, and they're willing to to fine tune things a little bit. Um, I've had my you know PlayStation Three for a little while now, and um, I mean it needs tweaks. It's not the NXE. I mean we can all agree that the NXE is is the best. I, I don't. I, I wouldn't. I don't even know what to say about the NXE. It's just great. I, I love the whole idea of the community around turning on my Xbox Three Sixty, and and the, there's a community there. Um, and we don't really get that um, on PlayStation 3, but uh, it'd be interesting to see if, if they have plans for that, if they have plans to overhaul the XMB. That's it. That's my thought. I just, it, you know, it'd be nice if they did it. If they don't, it's not the end of the world. And, and I agree with Fish. I think if they make home the centerpiece, I think, I think, I would come, I think everyone would come to appreciate home more, and uh, I think that's a very cool idea. So with that said, uh, one, of the mo- one of the most anticipated games for the PlayStation 3 is Heavy Rain. The game has been shown in various forms for years, and it's looking like 2009 will finally be the year we get to see Heavy Rain, or we get to play Heavy Rain. We finally, go, uh, we finally got to see some footage from the game last week, but could the game be dated at E3, and do the developers have any other tricks up their sleeves? Chris, does Heavy Rain have any surprises for us? Uh, I think date. I think they'll they'll definitely show some footage. You'll play. Um, you'll get some playable demos, and I think they'll have a date on it. And it looks great. Everything that I've seen of it, uh, I'm highly anticipating this game. I played Indigo Prophecy, and I love the crap out of it. So, I'm I'm really excited about this, and this is the one thing that I'm really looking forward to. Um, the Sony press conference for. Fish, any thoughts on Heavy Rain? Uh, it'll get shown. It'll get dated. It'll be Christmas season this year. All right, and and you think it'll be kind of the centerpiece of the Sony conference? You think this will be one of the no. big titles? 
No, I'm I'm crossing my fingers for another centerpiece that we'll get to in a minute. Okay. Uh, Gran Turismo is Sony's best-selling driving sim, and it has been quite a while since we have had a new proper Gran Turismo game. Uh, as we mentioned earlier, the game has never been released for the PSP, despite being shown when the PSP was first announced. Uh, Fish, are we finally going to get some concrete details on new Gran Turismo games this year? No. Absolutely not. No? You, no? No. No. Well, we might see more footage. Uh, we might get a vague date, like like as in quarter X... 2009 or quarter x 2010 there will be nothing final the guy that the guy that uh, the guy that does gran turismo i mean whose name now escapes me and i apologize um he's crazy <laughs> like flat out he's a fucking nut job you, um, you apologize see, for his name not, <laughs> right but you don't right, apologize I, for calling him fucking crazy well i'm no i'm, I'm really <laughs> I, in all honesty like that's a good thing because those games are so stupid realistic that if he weren't crazy, they wouldn't be as successful as they are. So yes, while I'm calling him a fucking nut job, it's actually a compliment. Um, I'm, t- I'm saying that so he doesn't come to my house and kill me. Because he's fucking crazy. Or he um, runs, you, runs you over with a very nice looking car. Right, exactly. How many polygons is that? Um, no, we won't. I seem to remember, and, and Chris, correct me if I'm wrong, because you were working uh, in retail when that happened. Gran Turismo 4, we got the date for that like a month out, didn't we? Like, there wasn't... Like, I seem yeah. to remember that being, like, Gran Turismo was launching February 24th or whatever it was, and us finding that out shortly after the new year. So if we're going to get a date... Now, I could be completely wrong, and may very well be, but I'm going to run with this because it's what's in my head. Um, we'll get a date shortly before it shows up. I mean, Gran Turismo 5 is coming. We will get Gran Turismo 5. We got Prologue. We will get Gran Turismo 5. Will we know... Will we have anything at the at the, at the, at the show? Like, date-wise? No. Nothing more than, than a vague quarter prediction. But it'll get shown. There may even be a playable demo. Uh, but, Chris, or... But we- see, I don't... I'm, I'm sorry. I don't think they need a playable demo just because Prologue really is a playable demo for Grand Turismo. Yeah, Turismo. I agree. I, com- I completely agree with that. Chris, are we going to see the PSP version finally? And if we don't see the PSP version, is the PSP version dead? I I think it's dying. I mean, the system's dying. So I I, I don't well, know. Well, but I, what better way? What better way to jumpstart? You know, they announce PSP. Yeah, Pro, exactly. And then they say, "Hey, right. and Gran Turismo." What fuck it? What if Gran Turismo is a launch title for PSP Go? Exactly. I think that's, no, the only that's exactly successful it. way to do it. Yeah. No, I'm not sure that's the only successful way to do it, but yes, I think that that that's certainly. I would say that's a 60 percent bet, which right now at the Sony conference is pretty fucking safe. And it's good. Uh, this is good money. Okay, but if they don't announce Gran Turismo PSP at E3, is it dead? No. Will we never see it. No. We'll see it. It'll come out. All right. right. Gran Turismo does not exist on any type of calendar or milestone, uh, 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 like any type of milestone calendar, any type of release calendar that that we are familiar with. It exists purely in what's-his-name's head because he's a goddamn nut job and he will know when it's done. And when it is done, we will see it. Aliens, Colonial Marines. No, that's my line. Oh, sorry. All right. It has been rumored for quite a while now that the follow-up to the online multiplayer-only game Warhawk will be sci-fi-themed and named Starhawk, which, when researching this script uh, for today's show, I found out is also the name of a Wiccan leader. 
So maybe there's some copyright infringement there. But uh, Chris, Chris, will Starhawk be unveiled at E3? I, I don't think so. I, I think there's still a time off, and I, I think that it's something that people aren't necessarily like fawning over, and I, I think it, it could wait. And I don't It'll think that's going to be one of the major topics. You think so? Oh, yeah. It'll be there, because for the exact reasons you said, because no one cares about it. I, I, and that's what they're going to do. They're, we're gonna, we're gonna, I bet you we spend 15 to 20 minutes of the fucking press conference talking about Starhawk. Well, maybe not that much, but in, in, you know, a, a disproportionate amount of time talking about a game that, while will sell well, will not, is not a blockbuster title. Uh, yeah, I mean, but are we sure this game exists? Because sure. it hasn't even been announced, really. I mean, no, I, I, you, I mean, all the stuff we've talked about so far through this entire podcast is, is mostly stuff that, even if it hasn't been announced, there's pretty concrete evidence that it exists. Starhawk is one of those games that I think someone was sitting in their room and they were like, oh, if they made a sci-fi Warhawk, it'll be called Starhawk, and they ran to the internet. I mean, that's what it sounds like to me. I, does and, this game maybe exist? So. Maybe so. I mean, I've heard more than just... Than just you know, a fanboy sitting in room, sweating or sitting in his own filth, writing erotic fan fictions about well, a sci-fi warhawk. But but you might be right. There might not be very much to this. But if they are going to show it, and I think they will. I mean, if it exists, they're going to show it, and they're going to spend too much time on it. That's what my about prediction. A, okay, what about a warhawk two? Chris, could we see warhawk two? That would seem actually more likely to me. You think that's uh, more likely? I think so. See, I think that cuts too much into mag. I think we'll, well which, see which a lot we'll get to mag. in a little bit. We'll get to yeah. mag in a, in, a, in a few minutes here. But um, uh, with, with with the Hawks out of the way, we can move on to Uncharted Two, um, the follow up to one of the better reviewed and better selling games for the PlayStation Three. Um, I've heard rumors that the developers have one more big announcement to make about the game, and that it's coming during Sony's E3 press briefing. Fish, do you think Uncharted Two has one more trick up its sleeve, and and what could it possibly be? I you know I don't know I don't I don't know if I care I, I it'll be good it'll be a good game what trick could they possibly do aside from maybe co-op but like they've announced a, co-op oh that's right they have announced co-op so it then just won't be in the storyline it's a, it'll be like Resistance right. 2's co-op right so what do they have left like what could they possibly what could they possibly announce that will make you more interested in Uncharted 2 than you already are it comes out on June second. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, yeah, That's I don't not going to make you more interested. You're just going to be uh, like, oh, that, that itself is interesting. But, but am I, am I, I'm right that they have said that there is some big yes. thing to announce at the Sony. Yeah, I, thought, I, think, I think you're right. I think I've heard that. What, if Chris, do you have any ideas what this could be? Yeah, I, 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 you got nothing. I got nothing. So, I mean, it, it could be anything. It, Uncharted 2 is actually a Firefly universe game, and you are actually playing as uh, Nathan Fillion's character. Okay, that's not true. <laughs> it would make me more excited about it. What do you want? I'm coming up with ideas. Uncharted Two is actually cl- uh, Aliens Colonial Marines. All right. Done. Last year, last there. year, at the tail end of Sony's press briefing, they announced a game called Mag, which stands for Massive Action Game. The game will feature 256 players battling each other at the same time on enormous battlefields. Uh, Chris, this game came out of nowhere last year, but people who have had hands-on time with it say it's amazing. Could Mag be Sony's showstopper this year? I think it very well could be. Um, everything that's y- you've seen about it seems pretty cool, and it, it's definitely up 
uh, it's definitely on Sony's radar for it being the biggest. Um, we know a lot about other games that they have, aside from God of War. Um, but this this could be their big surpriser. Uh, Fish, any thoughts on, on Mag? Mag is going to be half of their, you know, fucking gangbuster megaton announcement at, at E3. They're going to show Mag off, and yes, it's going to be huge. Do you think the rumor, is the rumor is they're going to rename it? Do you think they'll rename it? Do you think they'll, yeah, even and they, when they, they have to. They have to. I mean, Mag was obviously a code title. Right, right, absolutely. Yeah, no, they have to, and it'll be... It, I don't think it'll be a SOCOM game, but it might be. I, that would be the safe bet, I think. But, oh, no, no, no. Uh, it's it. No, it's definitely not a SOCOM game. It, okay, I've, I've already... I've heard discussion from people who've played the game. It, it's not a SOCOM game. Okay. Um, But the discu- all the discussion I, I've heard about this game, it sounds incredible. It's take all the best parts from all the awesome multiplayer console games you've played and put it in this one game, and that's what Mag is. It it sounds unbelievable. Um, the battlefields are apparently just enormous. We've never seen in an online multiplayer game. We've never seen battlefields of this size. Um, so much to the point that I I, I can't do the math here, but it's it's 128 players on each team, and they're divided evenly into squads. And let's say one squad is in a plane and they need to parachute onto the battlefield to an objective, they can do it. But there's probably anti-aircraft, or uh, not anti-aircraft, the plane doesn't go down, but if you try to jump out of the plane, a cannon can shoot you down. It's up to another squad to take out that cannon. And you can leave the, the plane and try to navigate to the ground without getting killed, but it's not safe until... Uh, one of the squads takes out the cannon. Things like that. And, and that to me sounds incredible. Yeah, it does. But And, and this is going to loop back around to a conversation you and I had very just just very recently. Is that going to work? Um, is that you know, going it, to work on in the terms of people working cooperatively on that level? Like, there have been games that have done huge amounts of players. Um, Joint Operations on the PC was the first game I can remember that was 128 people on one server at one time. Um, it was a clusterfuck of epic proportions. Like, I think that... You know what? I, th- I think what? for sure, Mag comes bundled with a Bluetooth headset. Yeah, okay. But does that still... Like, e- I wouldn't even say... I wouldn't even say that, that this is something that would be pulled... Like, that would be pulled off on, on 360. You were talking about... It's hard enough when you're playing Call of Duty 4 with... What is it? Six people on a team? Right, so twelve uh, total. Eight. Uh, eight on yeah, yeah. So, well, it depends eight. on what kind of game type you're playing, but it's between right. six. And but okay, between six and eight on a team, so between twelve and sixteen. But it's hard enough to get those people on your team to work together. Imagine having, you know, a hundred and thirty. That's, that's why. That's why you're broken up into smaller squads. I mean, it's the same thing. But, um, but you're relying on other squads, is what I'm saying. You're relying on that squad to take out that can. Otherwise, you but can't that's, complete your. But objective. that's their mission. That's their mission. They can't. They don't do anything else. They take out. Oh, they're that not. Cancer. So wait, they're not allowed to do anything else. Um, they're allowed to take out. Like they're in the. Like I'm saying, the battlefield is so enormous that that squad whose job it is is to take out the cannon. They'll never see anyone else. 
Okay. Their, their right. mission is to take out the cannon. The people in the plane, it's their mission to get to the objective. The people um, on the front lines, it's their mission to take out the infantry that are surrounding the objective. Yeah, right, but they're, I think they're doing, they're doing a great job of making it so players don't actually like the and as far as I know, squad there is no 256 player voice chat. The voice chat is between the squad. Okay, right, no, which would be then. crucial. But yeah, but here at the same time is if you're relying on some other squad to like say take down a satellite system in order for you to complete your objective. What if that other squad you, you have all these other people they just kind of just go explore the map as opposed to doing the objective. So then, then you're kind well, of left. You're, you're going to run your thing. Yeah, you're, right. You're, you're gonna. You're definitely gonna run into that. But but think about it this way: they're not gonna get like if they like if there's like some sort of XP thing where they're yeah, not gonna get XP. Yeah, and that's that's the thing. That's the thing. Um um, anything like if your squad's objective is to take out uh, a satellite system, anything you do towards that goal is two times XP. Yeah. So yeah, no, that'll work. That that'll that'll work. You're still gonna run into issues, obviously, because uh, the internet is full of morons, and uh, like myself, and um. So yeah, you're gonna run into those issues, but no, that'll work. Uh, that that that's my that's my that's my paramount concern. But that sounds like that that's a system that could work, especially if like they spawn and it's like one person's playing headquarters on Call of Duty Four and the other person is playing you know team deathmatch. They both have their own separate set of objectives, but in the grand scheme of things, they're working towards the same overreaching goal. And that's a cool. That's cool. Then could be very cool. Well, and finally on Mag, uh, there are rumors that there is going to be a pricing model that, say, for between five and fifteen dollars a month, you can get exclusive weapons, you can get new maps. Uh, do we think that Chris? Do we think Mag is going to have a MMO pricing system? An MMO pricing system? Uh, a monthly, a monthly pricing system, a, a monthly fee. Do we think Mag is going to come with a monthly fee? I, and 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 if it, if it, there is a monthly fee, is it opt? Is it optional? I don't think so. I, I think that they can't afford to have Mag have an MMO pricing to it. I, I think uh, that they should. Just, huh? Well, I was going to say optional. I mean, that optional pricing killed Hellgate London. Yeah, which I is a game I really think- enjoyed. Yeah, F- yeah I fish. Don't, I don't think they can. Fish, you think there's going to be a, a pricing model for this game, mm. or or is releasing map packs is 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 releasing map packs the console equivalent? Yeah, I think releasing map packs is the console equivalent. I don't, I just don't see people paying a monthly subscription to a first person shooter. I think that it's gonna that would run into the same problem as Planet Side had, where you know people were like, well, what the fuck? I played this game for free. You know, on I play any I play first person shooters for free all the time. Why the fuck is this one different? Um, so yeah, I map packs. I, I you're gonna want to go with what the consumer expects, and the consumer expects map packs. So yeah, I don't I don't see I don't see a, a like a subscription based pricing system. All right. Well, earlier this month, Kojima Productions updated its website with a countdown clock. As the clock ticked down, it started revealing what looked to be Metal Gear Solid characters, fish. Metal Gear Solid Five is it inbound? Um, probably not. I, I like the idea that it's an expansion instead. See, Kojima has a love-hate relationship with this series. He wants to let it go. He wants to let it go, but he. But I don't think it's either. Someone at Konami doesn't think that it's going to be, or that that anyone else but Kojima can do it. And and that's and then, I don't know. Uh, and does Kojima want to see someone else do it? 
Yeah, I think he does. I mean, that was the whole... Kojima had this whole thing about Metal Gear Solid 2. Metal Gear Solid 2 was about passing the torch, both to his children, you know, as they begin to 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 um, contribute to the world, and to the next person who wanted to do Metal Gear Solid. That was like, that was the overreaching symbolism and story for Metal Gear Solid 2, was, was passing the torch. Um, so yeah, I, I know he does, and he's got another project in the works, um, so, yeah, I, I, it's gonna be, it's gonna be, I mean, obviously it's gonna be Metal Gear something, is it gonna be Metal Gear 5, I don't know, is it gonna be a side story, or an expansion pack, I'm gonna say that's more likely, um, but Chris? here's the interesting thing, I, I mean, are we, are we 100% sure that Kojima is on Sony's ticket? Uh, well, that's my next question, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna pass it on to Chris, but whoever wants to take this, is this game exclusive to PS3? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so either. There's a rumor that there's a, the, a mega... T- we didn't touch on it because it's super rumor, like super, super rumor. So we'll touch on it here. Um, but one of the big rumors for the Microsoft conference is that they announced Metal Gear Oxide for the Xbox 360. Is that what this is? Is that what this countdown clock is? Uh, is the countdown... I mean, this would be a huge... This would be a huge, huge huge thing if this countdown clock which everyone is assuming is metal gear solid 5 which would be for the playstation 3 if it's really this metal gear game for xbox holy fucking shit am am i wrong no you're not wrong i mean there was rumors for the longest time that uh, konami sorry Konami Kojima, they were, they're too similar. That they, that Konami was trying to push Kojima to put it on Xbox 360 simply because they didn't think they could make their money back. This is Metal, I'm sorry, this is Metal Gear Solid 4 I'm talking about. They didn't think they could make their money back. That was the rumor. And Kojima was like, no, we're sticking with PlayStation. So, All right, what who about won this? that war? That's the thing. Alright, and, and what about this? What if it's Metal Gear Solid 5 and it's for the Xbox 360? It's not going to be exclusive. Kojima would never do that. If Kojima is involved with it, it is not exclusive to the Xbox 360. Okay. Not a and chance. Then, and then is it even is it even a bigger fuck you if this countdown is to a completely different IP? Is is the countdown it's, well, it's clock? Not, it's not. Raiden Raiden is in there. Raiden is, is definitely in there. All right. What? But remember when Blizzard counted down to the announcement of Wrath of the Lich King or to StarCraft Two, and every day they showed a different image of a different old Blizzard game. What if this is Kojima going through his old characters and he's about to reveal a new one? Because it's it's a, we know it's a Metal Gear game. I, I I mean I think that that is almost assured based on the Famitsu article, um, and based on the fact that Raiden's in it. I mean it's not that's not that's a the the other guy. Is a new character that is not Big Boss. The emblem on his hat is wrong. So I mean, like that—that's—that's that's the thinking anyway. The emblem on the hat is wrong. It's not. Uh, it's not. Uh, what you call? God, my brain is just not working. It's, uh, I know. I know. I think we know what you mean. It, 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 he's yeah. wearing a different hat. He looks like Big Boss, right. but he's wearing a different hat. Right. Exactly. So I mean, it—it's—it's ninety-nine point nine repeating percent chance. It's—it's metal—it's Metal Gear. For I can almost assure you, it's Metal Gear. Chris, what are your but final it's thoughts just what on it's this? For. Yeah, it's Metal Gear. I think it's going to be for 360. Metal Gear Oxide. You think it's the Oxide rumor? Yeah, I think it, it very well could be, and I think that would be awesome. So do you, well, do, now, you think it's, do you think it's going to be exclusive? No, absolutely not. Okay. And, and do we think this is the Raiden game? Could be. 
So this is because at the end of GDC, Kojima did a keynote at, at GDC, and he said, you know, blah, 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 the next Metal Gear, and it had Raiden on it. So do we think this is Metal Gear Oxide is the side game, and it's Raiden, and it's for 360 and PS3? That's reasonable. Okay. All right. No, well, I like that. it. I likes it. Easily, one of the most anticipated games for the PS3 is God of War 3. We've seen a CGI trailer. Uh, some gameplay footage leaked earlier this year, but we haven't seen much else. Uh, do we get official gameplay footage this year? Will it come out this year? Uh, God of War 3, Chris, this has got to be huge, right? This is it. This is, their, this is their conference right here. This will come out for the holiday season, I think. I think um, it has to. Yeah, I think yeah. it... it, it from what I see, it looks amazing. This is going to be their bread and butter for the holiday season. This is going to sell some systems for them. This is their franchise right now. And 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 fish? No, yeah, I, that's absolutely it. I, you have to look at it in a, in terms of they need to sell systems. I mean, they need to move systems, especially if they've got this PS3 Slim coming. Like that in co- in combi- that for the holiday season in combination with a great lineup could sell them a lot of systems, and they could I they s- could they could. They could they could win the the holiday season. The Microsoft has too much stuff. They have too I much see, stuff, so they need it. They need it. I see God of War three bundle for sure. Um, no, I wouldn't go that far. No, you don't see like a no. Kratos PS three with a God of War three in it. No, I, they're gonna want to they're gonna want to keep them separate just because you're not you don't want to bundle new software with a no, system. They, they bundle. Know, that, Res- that, we bought Resident Evil five elites. Right, and, and I agree. No, and I agree that that, that that that's the exception to the rule. Look at it. Halo Three bundle. Did that come with Halo Three? You're talking no. about uh, the yeah, marquee title. You're looking at the marquee title for the PS3. If you go back, you know, all two years when when PS3 launched to now, we have seen two we've seen two Gears of War games. We have seen a Halo. We've seen well, technically two Halo games. We've seen a Mario. We've seen a Zelda. We have not seen a gangbuster. You know, Metal blow Gear everything 4? up. The, but I'm talking. I'm talking about uh, a Microsoft first party. I'm sorry, or, or Sony first party. Okay, a first party title. We have not seen a Killzone huge... two, Resistance two. No. no, no. These are not. These are not huge titles. I'm talking what? about absolutely fucking huge titles. Well, the, like, all they the, have then. Then all they have is God of War. Is what you're saying? Because right. okay. Yes, that is what, that is exactly what I'm saying. That is all what right. they have. And and all that. Right. I mean. I mean. Because when you look at it, Microsoft on the level on that level. On the God of War level, only has Gears of War and Halo. I mean, Nintendo has a million fucking IPs, but you know that's Nintendo. But I mean, one or two titles that when they come out are guaranteed to draw to sell three to four million units. You know, guaranteed. And and God of War is that title, and they need that this Christmas. If their if their ten year plan is going to work out, they need to start (laughs) gaining ground now. Chris, do we see a hard date announced at E3 for this game? Yes. Yeah, I mean, like like what we've been touching on. This is their bread and butter. This is what's going to sell their systems this year. This is their their chance. This is their only chance for them to try to redeem the PS3. God of War comes out this holiday season. All right. And, uh, and uh, while we're on the t- topic of God of War, uh, Fish, do we see a new God of War for PSP? No. No, I don't think so. I, I not even a teaser. Not even like a. Not no. even a logo flash during a montage of PSP games. No, I don't think so. I. I mean, they've said that this is the last God of War. They've said that God of War Three is going to be the last God of War. 
Well, it, yeah, I mean, technically. It's and, I mean, technically, right, and, but, but technically, Chains of Olympus, the PSP title, is part of the God of War mythology. It's not like a side story or something like that. It, it's a prequel to the first one. So, okay. no, I, didn't I don't play think it. Do. I didn't play it. It doesn't end in a cliffhanger or... I don't remember. Okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. Moving on. Uh, team Ico, the team behind Ico and the much beloved Shadow of the Colossus have already leaked out a teaser trailer for their new game, codenamed Project Trico or Trico. I would. How do you? How would you say Trico. it? It's Trico. Trico. Yeah, That's what I. Trico. Thought. All right. Will we see a full reveal on stage Tuesday afternoon? Fish. This game is looking good. It's been a long time since Shadow of the Colossus. Are, are we going to see more of it? You're looking at game of the year 2010. That's what that is. There's, there's no question about it. Anything that Ico, anything that Team Ico touches is amazing. Like you are, you are looking at. Uh, if someone wants to argue with me that video games are not art, I will show them Shadow of the Colossus. Like that, that is the level. Like we're not talking about running around shooting things. We are talking about games that move you and games that are tr- that transcend. Not just that are not just video games. There's something greater than that, and that is what that's what Project Trico is going to be too. It looks incredible. I cannot wait. Chris, um, it, it, it's team. It's game of the year to you, and, and to maybe diehards of the series. Yes, probably because it looks absolutely amazing. I can't wait for it. I mean, Shadow Classes is one of my favorite games of all time. I look forward to this game, but. I don't know if it's going to get a lot of stage time just because it, it's a niche audience that it's trying to reach. Oh, no, right no, now, I, I agree. I agree with that. So I, I, they, they might show a quick trailer of it or something like that, even if that, because I don't think it's going to have a lot of presence because it's, it's far off. It's not this holiday. And I, I'm excited about it, don't get me wrong. But I, I think it's more of a niche audience that this is going to reach. Right, but but see, here's the thing. Here's the problem I have with what you said. You said that it's going to be my game of the year, like that, like not necessarily that you're discounting it, but you're saying it like, well, your game of the year, but it's not going to be the game of the year. When I mean, right. like we have had this discussion. My, you know, my game of the year is my game of the year. Your game of the year is your game of the year. Game of the year in general is an opinion. You know, like and this. So this is gonna. Yes, this is going to be my game of the year, two thousand. Right. When I specify it's gonna be your game of the year, I'm I'm trying to say that it's not gonna reach the the mass audience. No, it's not gonna sell. Like it it's, to. it's it's not gonna sell as well. I mean, it'll sell enough, and that's all it needs to, I guess. But um, I, I, you know, I, I think so. I think honestly, I think I think I, I think I think we might be surprised by how well this one sells, simply because a lot of people did pick up Shadow of the Colossus. Well, curiously, uh, just before we started recording, uh, Sony announced that there are going to be Ico sack boys for Little Big Planet. Uh, Fish Thug, uh, could this be a sequel to Ico? Are we are we prepping for an Ico two announcement? No, well, I, I think, I think everything... that that. Go ahead. Uh, no, go. I mean, I, all those games take place in the same universe, right? I mean, Shadow of the Colossus, Ico, those are all. The, the Team Ico universe, so is it going to be a sequel? No, it's going to take place in the same universe. I mean, I, I don't think so. I, that might be a young Ico in the trailer, uh, but I don't know. Chris? Yeah, I, I, I see it being in the same universe. I agree with Fish with that. I think with them only releasing the, the Sackboy Ico thing, it, it's again them you know, trying to make money. They're going well, to cash in on some characters that people love. And it's like, oh, you know, I loved Ico. Well, it looks kind of cool on a Sackboy. Well, it's also on a It's a hype thing. It's absolutely a hype thing. Yeah. But it, it so, is. 
It's a Hype Williams joint. So it's so it's not going to be a sequel, but it could be a nod and a wink to Ico players that this is the young Ico. Rumors have been persisting that Sony is also working on a motion-controlling peripheral, uh, something more powerful than the underutilized iToy camera. Fish, are we going to see a motion controller out of Sony? I'm going to say no, simply because there hasn't been nearly... Like, the motion control Microsoft thing has been, you know, a year plus we've we've been hearing about this. There's been rumors about it. There's been whisperings about it. The Sony stuff just started to show up in the last couple months. So this means one of two things. One, they're not nearly as far along with it, and it's, you know they're just starting to explore it because they heard that, that Microsoft for sure is doing it. Um, so they're just starting to explore now. They don't have every, anything ready. Uh, or yes, we absolutely see it, and it is crap. It is like six-axis <laughs> level of crap. Because they're like, oh shit, they're going to beat us to the punch. Like, like Sony, uh, amusingly enough, Sony is the... Like, if you look back through the years of, of E3, Sony won... Like, Sony maybe has one of the most memorable E3 moments when they announced the price of the PS1. Simply to usurp Sa- uh, Sega, who had heard about what Sony was doing and rushed all their shit up in order to beat them to the punch. And this, then now this is exactly what Sony's doing to everyone else. So, yes, I, I, think, that, uh, I, I think that if we see it, it's going to be crap. Yeah, right. and I agree with Fish. I don't think we're going to see it. I don't think Sony's ready for it yet. I, if we do see it, um, if we do see it, yeah, I, um, if we do see it, I don't think it's going to be at the level of the Wii uh, or what Microsoft announces. I think Sony is chomping at the bit for sure to release something motion. I, I just don't know. I'm 50-50 on it. We could see it. We could not see it. And if we do see it, there's the possibility that it's a piece of junk. Um and hopefully it's not forced on developers like the six axis was. Hopefully we don't get another layer. Hopefully we don't get layer two. All right, Sony takes the stage for E3 2009 at 11:30 a.m. Pacific time, uh, 2:30 Eastern, uh, on Tuesday, June 2nd. Chris, did we forget anything? Any final thoughts on Sony uh, at E3 2009? Uh, I know they showed off some ratchet and clank game footage last night um, on Spike TV. Are, are you excited about that? You think there's anything anything cool to show on that? Oh yeah, definitely. I think that they're definitely going to show the new Ratchet and Clank, and I'm excited about it. I've I've played it. I've downloaded the DLC for um, Ratchet and Clank. I love it. I love the series. I think it's a great game. It's fun. It's a great platformer. It it's something that they're going to put a major focus on for their show, and it'll be out this holiday again. But this and um, Gears or sorry, God of War th- three. This is it. This is what their show is going to be. Those two games. Fish, anything else on Sony? Did we forget anything? No, but it'll be good. Whatever happens, it'll be good. It'll either be a fucking flop or it'll be everything we've wanted. I mean, it, it, it's, it'll be good. I can't wait. I, I can't wait. Something else uh, that I didn't find a good place to, to fit into our, uh, our opening discussion, but there's rumblings. They're tiny, but there's rumblings that we could see PS2 software emulation come to the PS3. And I think that's true which i don't think it is i'm giving that like a 10 percent chance of actually happening if that's true i think that's another big push i think that could really help the playstation 3 i think that's again someone coming up with something in their basement i don't i sony has made it pretty clear at least in the things that i've heard and things that sony representatives have said to me um sony's moved on 
Sony doesn't care about the PS. People who own a PS3 don't want to play PS2 games. This is the official Sony stance. And I mean, like, it sounds shitty, but hey, you know, I, but you know, know what? Know. I'm in that camp. I don't yeah, own a PlayStation see, Two, and I have a PlayStation Three that's not backwards compatible, and I don't care. Yeah, and see, I wouldn't buy an, I wouldn't buy the P, another a PS3 Slim or anything like that for my 60 gig to replace my 60 gig PS3 if you gave me enough money to sleep on. All right, so let's wrap this up. This year's E3 2009 should be huge. Uh, there was a lot to talk about, and surely there will be more to come in the following days. Here's what I want from you guys: no explanation, one word. Which of the big three is winning? E3 2009, Fish? Microsoft. Uh, Chris? Microsoft. I'm going to say Sony. That's me. So uh, that about does it for us. Thanks for listening to the first ever Bullshot podcast. Make sure you check out 4playercoop.com, F-O-U-R, playercoop.com. If you have any questions or comments, send us an email at podcast at 4playercoop.com. We will be live blogging, God willing. The uh, big press conferences will be live tweeting them at twitter.com slash 4playercoop. Uh, So we hope to see you this week uh, on our site and on Twitter. On behalf of Chris and Fish, my name's Jim, and we'll talk to you again soon.